Hit me up, seriously. We'll play together tonight. Testicles. I'm not hitting you anywhere. song is the stuff of nightmares i'm sorry to cut that song off right at the right when it starts getting good and they, we didn't get to the good part of the wait song. you mean i want to take you for a ride do 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 that's my favorite part that is my favorite part hello and welcome to episode 32 of dally for hero clicks it sounds weird saying a number that high when we do the intro of this i can't show. even count that high so uh <laughs> Uh, I'm your host, Hunter Smith. With me today is Austin and Drew Alderson, or Austin Smith and Drew we Alderson. Ju- we just got married, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we're all Smiths now. Uh, today we're going to discuss spoilers, including important Guardians news, which gave me a chubby. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's some, there's some good news. And there good uh, news? Main, there's some good yeah, there's much good news. Mister, have you heard the good news? All right, let's... Adam Warlock's back from the dead after three days. And oh there's uh, Austin some uh, main topic is AVX constructed pieces. The top ten pieces that you should pick up for your constructed events, Silver Age and otherwise for ten for X Men, ten for Avengers. Uh, let's get into news first, and let's get right to the main spoilers. Would you say the meat of the spoilers, Hunter? I would say the meat. Let's get right would on you the say meat. The Austin, the Austin spoilers. loves getting on the meat, so let's. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. First of all, we have the actual... If you guys want to see these, go to HeroClicks.com. Go to the Downloads tab at the top right. And then scroll down to Guardians of the Galaxy because we have solicits for the 10 Booster Brick, the CTD, the Fast Forces, and the OP Kits. The 10 Booster Brick is, as we thought... um, No Super Boosters. No Super Boosters there, so that's a good... Um, personally, I, I think that's a good thing. It's good. Uh, um, eight chases in this set, which is very interesting. 24 common, 17 uncommon, 16 rare, 12 super rare, eight chases. Pretty, I, I like the distribution. I don't know if I like eight chases, but depending on how well, they do the rarity, it might be the thing. Fine. The thing people are talking about with eight chases, there's a lot of people that are hoping they're uh, Thanos and his generals. Yeah. I that mean, would be pretty sweet. There's no telling what they're going to be. If they put one per brick on the chases... Oh yeah, with, As eight, they should. with eight chases and ten boosters, they will. Yeah, they'll they'll do at least one per brick. So I guess I'm fine with that. Um, the Badoon, the Cree, Dire Wraiths. Yeah, so so some ones to mention some particular pieces we see here um, that they've showed either sculpts of or mentioned in the text. First of all, we get a new Annihilus. Who doesn't want a new Annihilus? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Star Lord, which we knew would be coming. A new Fifty Two version of Captain Marvel, which is awesome. Yep. Yeah, because you know the Chaos War had two or three I different Miss Mar- two had different bi- Miss Marvel, binary, and then yeah. a main set one, and a CTD one, or yeah, a yeah. gravity feed one. But none of them none really were, were great. They were okay at best. So it, I don't like the new fifty or the new fifty two. The newer look. of... Did I say new fifty two? Sorry, I'm gonna say it Marvel threw now. me off. <laughs> yeah, um, Marvel now. Captain I don't like Marvel. the new look for Captain Marvel, but I did. I do like. I like it. I like I'm both. When we get some good stats, for I it. like both. Uh, looks though. Um, the good thing about the black and yellow is it shows a lot of TNA. But um, the new the new suit looks nice and sleek and sexy, and that's a good book too. The art's really good. Yeah. In that book. And then Angela. Uh, Angela from Guardians of the Galaxy and from the Spawn series, or used to be from the Spawn series, and also uh, Modern Age World Champion piece uh, Dan Morand, who is a friend of the show and does um, uh, 
the quarry. The quarry with me and it with you do Edward the podcast, and, I, and I'm the one who has to pull the. <laughs> I'm having a brain fart. Um, he chose to do Shriek, so which was got second place in a fan vote not that long ago. So, very everybody tell old Dan Miranda a very big thank you for for thank picking you. the second place. Um, finisher and a fan vote that was and nice then, uh, sleepwalker but sleepwalker wasn't the winner Sleep- so a lot of people brought that up right sleepwalkers in it too um as you said a, a second ago there's also going to be badoon cree and dire Wraiths. what what i'm hoping is that this kind of sets a standard for future sets going forward because invincible iron man did it there were three minion types in invincible iron man if you paid attention to it there were the Dreadnoughts, the Magia Goons, and the Hammer uh, Dreadnoughts. So I'm hoping they continue that trend because 2 was good, 3 is awesome. Yeah, who doesn't like minions? I mean, I mean especially when they're, they're pre-Dire Wraiths and Badoon. Or sorry, I should, we should say generics because they're not all minions. Not all, gener- uh, minions not all are generics minions. are minions. but No, not minions. all minions are... Yeah, yeah, you said it yeah. right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was um, about to say it backwards, but... And then gravity. the 24-count the gravity feed, which is based around the movie. So this kind of also gives us a little bit of spoilers on the movie. No, 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 this is the... Uh, is it not based on the movie? This is not the movie. This is the gravity oh, feed for... yeah, okay, I apologize. They haven't done the movie's retailers. Okay, yet. this is the gravity feed for the main set. So it'll have ten separate figures, same rarity... Uh, we see a Gamora here, uh, but a of a course, a Bow Wow, a freaking uh, <laughs> Mass Effect Gamora, and then uh, Badoon and Kree generics also in the gravity feed. So, like we said, it's also it's great to get more generics. Um, then we got the Fast Forces. It's freaking oh! humans. It's Inhumans, baby. And that sculpt a freaking uh, oh gosh, what? Lockjaw? Lockjaw, yeah, yeah. So we got Black Bolt, Medusa, Crystal, Karnak, Gorgon, and Lockjaw. And uh, let's see if it says two maps. And other than that, be your typical Fast Forces. But that is freaking awesome. That is amazing. And then OP kit, no specifics on, on the figures yet, of course. I was going to say, can we just all agree that between Deadpool's Fast Forces, Slosh's, and this one, WizKids is really stepping up the Fast Forces with the full yeah. team And thing. if they do do a Flash set, and if it is Rogues... I will... This I will... Okay, first of all, this is already the best. going to be the best year in Hero Clicks. Yes, no in doubt. In my opinion. As far as sets... And we, we haven't have, even seen all the CTDs yet. Yeah, we haven't even seen... Yeah, exactly. Just the fact that there's Guardians of the Galaxy and Deadpool, and that the Slosh series uh, figures are set is actually looking pretty good. The only reason it won't be the greatest possible is because there's no Return of the King Super Boosters. Yeah, but there'll still be a Return of the King set. I can live with that. But there's no Balrog, huh? I know that. It's okay. That's it's bullshit no oversight Balrog, on there. Um, <laughs> back to the PKs, sorry. Get back on topic here. We got 12 LEs in the kit... Three copies each of four. It's always awesome when they have four Yeah, because Deadpool started doing that, and then they're going to continue it, which is nice. They used to... I mean, Batman had this, had yeah. four separate figures. Did it have four? Yeah. What were the four? Azrael, Renegade. Renegade. Uh, um, Zeranaw, and uh, Matches Malone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four, uh, three copies of four figures, 20 special objects, two different... Uh, ten copies of two, and then ten maps, and your OP get sheet. So, I'm happy with four figures. Like that is just awesome. Very sick. All right, let's get into some figure spoilers and let's start off with the best freaking one. This is gonna be a contender for best Wolverine ever made. It's got to be. Don't it's you guys think? Probably top three. I uh, think he's tied some, for first in my opinion. Uh, some sort of uh, I don't know, blades, claws, flurry, precision strike might be a little retarded. So let's. Uh, if you want to follow along with this, go to HeroClicks.com. <laughs> find Wolverine from Days of Future Past set. Hundred and thirty points. 
the um, old school brown and yellow X-Men outfit only has the X-Men keyword. That's the only thing I don't like about this guy, but it makes sense for the specific yeah. set. Although they could have thrown like Weapon X or something else on there, but I I, if this guy had X Force keyword, I'd play his ass all the time. I think that's why they did it. They're like, "Hey, this hunter guy on that dial H here loves X Force. Let's make the best Wolverine ever and snub him." So we got a traded Regen. When he has two tokens, he can use it as a free action. Oh. oh, traded Regen. Oh, hey, look, this guy's got seven clicks for 130 points. I played something today that was seven clicks for 150 and didn't have traded Regen. Movement power is blades, charge, flurry, <laughs> then he has precision strike. What the fuck is this? With 11 attack, 3 damage. Who designed this? A very handsome man. I don't know who he is, but he deserves some He's behind up. the mask and he's very pretty. He's, um, I'm sorry, what's that? You can ignore super senses and deal a potential 12 damage? Okay. Uh, yeah, and even if they have impervious, you're going to get one through on each hit? Oh my god, get out of here. Get out of here. This is nuts. And then he has Empower and a 17 Reflexes. He has Indom. He's, he has an excellent dial. He's 130 points, which is high. X-Men Team Billy, 130 <clears throat> points, which is high, but he's well worth his points, I think. Dear God, he might be one of the better melee pieces in that point range ever printed. Mm-hmm. In 100 to 150 point, like not counting exactly 150 or exact. Well, mm-hmm. considering that even after, first of all, he gets the three clicks. He gets three straight clicks of Charge Flurry. Blades, which is, and then free traded region with two tokens, and then yeah, I mean you're right, he is really good. Um, as far as will he be like meta? No, no, he's too expensive for a 300 point. Yeah, he's a little expensive, but man, he is tasty. In regards to like, I'm playing a 500 point game and need a damn good Wolverine. This guy will see play at your local venue like crazy. He'll get like, oh, I need to put a Wolverine on the team. He's going on. Yeah, that's literally it. A guy of the fierce night. I'm really happy with this. Oh my god, guy. Yeah, this thing is awesome. First of all, Gaia was one of the coolest characters on the show. Yeah. Like, I'm really excited because I'm really hoping they do a good Gaia the Dragon Knight, too. Gaia was is 141 points, and he has a trait, move and attack. When he does, he can use flurry instead of making a close combat attack. Uh, which you might as well do because he only has two range, so when you move attack, it's only one square, so you're going to be meleeing with him anyways. Um, that's a 12 you, movement move and attack that drops him to a 9 attack. Yeah, but you're getting two swings. Yeah, but you're getting two swings, yeah. Um, he has, uh, other than that, he has an indom, move and attack symbol, charge, quake, exploit, and impervious. Very tasty imp- top click. And we've talked about it in Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, there isn't a ton of impervious in this set. Like, there's a lot of super senses and stuff. Which, once again, that's something Flurry is really good against. Yep. Um, but there really isn't a ton of imperv and stuff. So having access to such a good one big chunk piece at rare that can do four exploit damage at 12 range, or at 12 six, movement, so six, six charge square, and, yeah. Um, and in Dom, and he can carry with movement, or transporter, can he? Two, yeah, two clicks of uh, charge, quake, exploit. Then two clicks of charge precision strike invul with still four damage, so four damage on his first four clicks, and then a couple clicks of flurry, and then he gets knocked off his horse when he has earthbound. So for Yu-Gi-Oh only, if you're doing sealed or you're doing some kind of constructed, he's pretty dang good. Oh yeah. For main Silver Age, he's a little expensive, but I do want to point out really one thing cool about sculpt, him though. though. When they first started spoiling Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, there were a lot of complaints about there weren't generic keywords for a lot of them outside of Yu-Gi-Oh! specific ones. Um, the last few spoilers they've done have had normal Heroclix generic keywords. We got Warrior on this dude. Yeah, I'm thinking um, a lot of people are thinking that they're going back and adding them since cards come out afterwards. 
either they went back and added them to a lot of them since the set was pushed back anyway to print or uh, whatever. We're seeing it on a lot of stuff now, so hopefully they continue that trend. Next up, we have Black Manta, and he is sexy. Yes. He is a boss. This is the main set Black Manta, which we the Fast Forces set version was really good, and we'll be uh, I'll be talking about him when I do the Fast Forces review on our YouTube channel. This guy, the main set one, is just as good though. It plays a little differently. Traded carry ability, lines of fire drawn to him by opposing characters are blocked if they cross water. That's twenty four seven, so it's better than stealth. And he is wild card, indom, uh, dolphin symbol, five range, two bolts. So he starts off with sidestep psychic blast. Then he goes on to running shot and then charge blades and then running shot in cap. Two two final clips of in cap. You know what this dial combat rem- expert too. You know what this dial reminds me of? And, and look at it for a second and think about it. I think I have a good point. It's what crossbones should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you look at it, it's very That's almost similar. exactly yeah. Yeah, it's very similar to crossbones except A it has um uh, defense, uh, Indom, and it has a cool trait in its wild card. It's just my, it's crossbones but better. My only complaint about him is I don't like his last two clicks. Um, I love the defense on him because he has what combat reflexes and a seventeen and sixteen, but he picks up ranged combat expert on his last two. So he goes charge blades and close combat expert, and then he drops back onto range stuff for the last two clicks. Outside of the melee defense, is a little weird to me. But otherwise, I mean, he's a monster for ninety-seven points. And Calculator in Justice League Legion of Doom. I mean, like, awesome. best, Probably my favorite black mana, even compared to the Fast Forces one. Like, I really like this one. He's just as good as Fast Forces one, for sure. Um, that's it for the spoilers. I'll mention that the player's guide got updated. Oh, there is one more spoiler. What's Did that? you see Hope Summers from AVX Month 3? Yeah, but I, I wanted to wait till the um, it was time for the Month okay, 3 stuff. And good. then we'll talk about her in the two... Um, and uh, Xavier. Xavier and um, Xavier Hope are the giveaway, and then they haven't shown the White Phoenix Hope yet. Right. We'll talk. We'll do all three of those sometime. Okay. Or, or if they get spoiled, they all spoil early. Then we'll do them on same time. Uh, Player's Guide got updated. There's a lot of stuff. Um, we're of course not going to go through all of it. Some main things. Um, Iceman got updated. Silver Centurion finally got updated. I'll be doing him for a rules video pretty soon. Now that he has an official errata. And anybody else specifically that um, it's important to note that are like big played pieces? Iceman, Silver Centurion. There's a minor one, but one thing I like is that uh, formerly when a character could use regen as a free action, it said they may use regen as a free action. Now it says may activate regen as a free action. Right. Which I think they is kind of cl- cool. Yeah, they clarified the wording on that. Which There were a few other things they clarified too that were pretty sweet. <clears throat> um, that'll do it for news. We'll get into a little what we played, quickly recap our matches. Um, Spider-Man The Amazing Friends team base was spoiled in the player's guide, too. And it, I think it does have the WizKids convention exclusive note. Okay. So some truth to that rumor, which that was the one that everybody thought yeah. was pretty much guaranteed. I didn't know what else they'd be shoving that in. Yeah. Giggity. <laughs> um, what we played, Austin didn't go Wednesday, so Drew and I will talk about our 500 points. It was a Valentine's Day event, so you had to build 500-point guys team, 500-point girls team. And one of your guys and one of your girls had to have a relationship together. So you kind of had your guy your guy and his squad and then the, his girlfriend and, and her squad. Um, what were your teams, Drew? Because I don't think I saw... I can't remember what you... What was your couple? My couple was John Constantine and Zatanna. Oh, that's a good one. I oh, that's right. That so who I was on your guy team? Um, my guy team was John Constantine, Black Adam. Um, John Constantine, Black Adam... 
uh, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing from Superman and uh, uh, Nightwing. From, oh yeah, from Batman. From Batman, uh, with belt. Both my teams had the belt because I wasn't sure on whether or not we could use separate resources, and we could. So I just decided to use belt first, safety's sake. My my female team was Zatanna, um, Big Barda, uh, who else? Uh, Starfire from Teen Titans, and uh, who was the other one? Starfire, Zatanna, Big Barda. Was it Black Bat? It was Black Bat. Yeah. And uh, I ended up uh, going one and two. Both of my games that I ended up losing were winnable, but uh, I just didn't have very good luck. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have very good luck, and uh, <laughs> lost it. You play what? I assume you played a good hindering based map for Swamp Thing, yes. right? Yeah, the Garden. Uh, that's a pretty damn good choice for Swamp Thing. Is it? I mean, uh, that seems like something Hunter Smith to come up with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freaking Swamp Thing. First of all, Swamp Thing's a blast to play. Did yes. you get to activate his, his yes. tendrils things all the time? Let's talk. Let's bring up Swamp Thing and tell a good so, thing about how he works. My gosh, the Swamp Thing. When you go to do a move action, you can uh, put yourself in a square of hindering terrain within four squares. Um, and then he has a special damage ability where you can choose any number of characters occupying a square a printing hindering terrain within four squares and deal one damage to the chosen characters. So Andy has um, poison on top of that at yeah. certain points. And um, when uh, when he does, a character that takes damage and has zero tokens is given a token on top Which of that. Which is pretty sick. Yeah, it's sick. Like, like I'm going to clear and, you know, I'll be like, I'm going to... So if you have an outwit or two on your team and you can outwit defenses to get, first of all, his poison through, then his... Um, his nature assault through, which you give him a free action, choose the hindering squares within four and deal one. So you're dealing two free damage and giving him a token. And he's for still, free. And he still gets to hit you. Like, and he still hits pretty hard. Yeah, he has super And if strength. he moves, he can just... The only thing that keeps him from being stupidly awesome is that he has a high point cost at 147 yeah. and no willpower. But he's still a really fun piece to he's play. He's still a great piece. I played him with a uh, couple moments before and because they have outwit yeah. and they have the mind control since he's a monster. But yeah. I'm really hoping we get a new Swamp Thing soon. Especially yes. since when the sets rotate, he'll go to silver. I know. And we won't have a modern age Swamp Thing. And Swamp Thing is big in DC right now. You he's know? pretty huge. He, he's first of all his own his main book is one of DC's best books, and he's in Justice League Dark, mm-hmm. and he was played a, a part somewhat in Trinity War. Yeah. So hopefully he gets some new uh, a new figure. Um, let's see what else we have here. I had, and then how was your how does your girls team play? Like, what's the idea with? The team? Uh, it was a mostly range based team with, uh, you know, a ton of range pieces and. Um, Big Big Barda would, uh, you know, teleport in and uh, <laughs> boom tube and Zatanna surprisingly is actually a very good secondary attacker. Um, she, uh, I think she starts with like a ten penetrating psychic blast with three damage and prob. Let me pull I, her up. I don't here. know. She might roll onto it. Um, yeah, ten, well, she she alternates from perplex and prop. Yeah, so, um, I played Zatanna, uh, 
What am I talking about? I'm losing track of everything. Who was your belt on? Big Barda. Oh, no, it was on Zatanna. I put it on Zatanna so she'd have willpower. And, um, basically the game plan was to poke at range and energy explosion and do a bunch of other stuff. And, uh, yeah, team did pretty well. Uh. Zatanna's a monster. Zatanna is a monster. She's very finessey. She is, but when she gets when she gets put in the right position, she gets the job done. I'd like to. I loved rolling her onto her second click and getting plus twos from the belt and doing five damage to someone. Uh, with energy explosion and prob control. Yeah, um, I've played her before. She's she is very finessey, but she is worth her points when you can get the most out of her. Plus, she has mystics, and then she gets two clicks of regen and phasing towards the end. Well, her big problem is the lack of moving attack. Like that really does hurt. But I like that on piece. What I. We've talked about is, this I know, before. Yeah, I know it sounds weird, and that's what I like about Martian Manners. I like when my piece is a little tough to play. Like yeah, I, it, it, Especially if it's um, efficient for its points, too, where it's not yeah. killing... Like, they pack a lot into the dial besides moving attack so that it's at least worth We've gotten... Points. Yeah, like I've said before, we've gotten a bit spoiled by moving attacks. We've so. gotten very, very spoiled with Book of Skulls. Yeah. Um, my guy's team was... First of all, my couple was um, uh, Superman, Wonder Woman. I played Tabap Superman at 150 with Electro from main set, Deadshot again from Batman Origins, two Astral Stranges, and Alfred. And that team was freaking nasty. <laughs> the The two times that I got my guy's team... Yeah. It was just a straight roll on the over the opponent. The team was just really good. And I'll talk about the tactics here. Actually, I'll go ahead and talk about my guy's team. So, I want, for both of these teams, I built them around the power plant. Because I, I've said before, I think the power plant is the best resource we have. I agree. Um, and I really want to start playing it more. Because I've only played it a couple times. And I want to try to learn it, master it. So that when we do play competitive stuff, I can use it and be very good with it. So, I'm, I've been... I'm going to be trying to make a point to play it more often. And with this team, the Astral Doctor Stranges are the best things to have for the power plant. They have free movement, so they never need to take a token. So what that means is if you never have to take a token, then you have to never have to clear tokens, and therefore you never have to clear rings. They get free movements. They cost like freaking 13 points, mm-hmm. which is nothing. And they have the mystical keyword. So what I would do is give one of them black light, so my team's always in stealth. Yeah. Give the other one matter rearranger, and at times give one of them force blast ring. And one of my favorite moves was I had two astral stranges side by side. Uh, my opponent had Scarlet Witch from AVX in stealth. I gave the force blast ring to one astral strange. I had this other astral strange matter rearranger create a block of hindering, phase the force blaster over. Force Blast Scarlet Witch out of stealth and into the blocking for two penetrating damage that doesn't trigger Mystics and then shot her. <laughs> Kill her. That ring is like, awesome, dude. The power plant is so good. And it's these, so stupid. <laughs> these astrals are so good. Like like we've said, like I've said, it, the power plant is limited to your creativity. That's a perfect example of what I always say, that it's limited to your creativity. Like, There's two things the power plant doesn't provide, <coughs> and that's willpower and movement attack. But that's not a big deal because the power plant's more of a toolbox. It's exactly. more of, I want some weird niche thing, and I need to find the best way to use well, it. Well, what I like best about it is, 
it answers questions to it. It answers multiple matchups. Yeah, yeah. It, it helps you overcome matchups on the fly, and that's what's good about the utility belt too. Is you can change your items out. Whereas the book of the skulls is always going to give you what it's going to give you, and what you brought with you. Like the book, the power plant can be if you use your brain and you think of your options, you can always come up with some combination between your pieces and what you have that will overcome the obstacle. Most of the time, you have matchups, which happened in my first one, but most of the time you can come up with an answer when you have the power plant. So the other part of the team was. And I'm going to go ahead and spoil my little combo here, even though I'm going to use it again in the future. Uh, I played Deadshot with Electro because Deadshot is a wild card, has a 12 in attack, and Electro has Sinister Syndicate TA. So I can give Electro Deadshot's 12 attack. And I would give Electro the White Light Ring so that when he does his ping pong thing, everybody he hits takes negative 2 attack, negative 1 damage. So what I did was burn a ring... Give Electro a 13 attack, bounce, land the shot, bounce it. Or at one point, I hit four separate opposing characters two separate times each with one Electro bounce. And so I effectively had all four of his pieces at a negative four attack, negative two damage, which is just overkill. So that's an extremely good combination, White Light Ring with Electro, especially if you have somebody to buff his attack like that. And that the guys' team, I don't think I lost a single piece in any of the games. Like that the guys' me, team just wrecked everybody. That and then be a good idea for just the tip today, actually. What I was gonna say, uh, sometimes it might be beneficial just to wait a turn so that way you get a step up on your opponent's pacing because you're not gonna hit an attack with a negative four, but Electro is gonna be two tokens eventually. Yeah, but but by the time that he has two tokens, the damage. Like, oh yeah, the the damage is done. Um, Tap Tap Superman is who I played, and he's 150 points. I used him because I needed to see through stealth if Matter Rearranger couldn't get it done fast enough, and because he's pretty, he's a pretty good overall piece. Um, he has top dial hypersonic with 10 movement, 10 attack, and 4 damage, and I had Kryptonian ATA on him. He has super strength, and it's traded super strength, and when he uses an object, you reduce it by 1 when you do the attack, and then after actions resolve, you deal 1 unavoidable. And that sounds pointless, but basically what it does is helps you get through stop clicks. That's really the only use for it. Is well, that's really good because especially like White Lantern figures. Or figures that can't... Um, uh, or um, it would help against Invincible. It would help against... Uh, or figures know. that can only take so much damage at one point, like from one hit. The Worthy and Mighty, both of them, they only... Uh, the Worthy sometimes have multiple revert clicks. Or the, yeah, the Worthy do. The Mighty don't, though. The Mighty usually only have one revert click, and it's their stop click. And then you give them a free action after that. Mm -hmm. So you have to wait till their turn to revert them. Or your own turn to revert them. So if you pop them with something like that, they hit stop click, then they click once, and they can't revert on their next turn. Yeah. So the Superman's very good top dial. If you can hit and run, he has seven range, so you can shoot from four when you're hypersonic, and that's what I was doing. Shoot through stealth. So I was usually, I didn't give him rings at all. I gave it to the rest of my team who needed it. He didn't really benefit a whole lot. What I used him for was just picking off people who were hiding in stealth from far away and basically being distracting and making them want to focus on him so that Electro and Deadshot can just well, dish I mean, out logically him. in my brain, if I'm going to blast a character on the opposing teams, usually I expect a Superman to be dishing out the damage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And really, if you look at this dial, it's like, 
it's pretty good, yeah. but is it? It's not a, the top click is much scarier than the rest of the dial. Yeah. So when they see me flying around, they're like, "Oh shit, I got to go after him." And then they go after him, and Deadshot and Electro just tear them apart. So that's exactly what happened. Deadshot was very good for me. He's a great piece, and I talked about him last week when I played him on Best Build. Uh, my girls' team was not very good. It was more of a fun team. It was Tabap Wonder Woman at seventy-five, my favorite Wonder Woman. Omen. Finally played her for the first time, although I only played one round with her and she got the shit kicked out of her. Um, Psylocke from Wolverine the X-Men, Rescue, and it might have been it, but I feel like there's one more I'll think. Oh, Wasp from Chaos War. And the idea with this team was just to have fun with multiple mind controllers and multiple end caps. <clears throat> because Wasp has the end cap that deals pin after... Um, Omen has multiple bolt in cap when she, you know, if the time is right for it, and Rescue has two bolt in cap. Well, when I built the team uh, earlier in the day, I was looking at my team for the girls, and I was like, my guys' team is way better. The girls' team is really good and really fun. I was like, it's 500 points. People are going to be playing a lot of figures. What does that mean? It means mind control and in cap are even better, especially mind control. What happened first round, huh? So I was like, as long as I don't go up a against a bunch of small Battle Fury figures or one giant Battle Fury figure, I should win. First round was Harry with the 350-point uh, Hulk with <laughs> Battle Fury. So, <laughs> it, Harry had a 350-point Hulk with Battle Fury with Anger's Hammer and continuous Quake drops. World Breaker or Hulk? No, World, World Breaker. Breaker. He has Battle Fury full dial, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and you, if you try to outwit him, he... Outwit it, he warps next to you and hits you. So, meanwhile, I have a whole team of end cappers in my controller who can't end cap or mind control. So, I at first I tried to kill World Breaker, uh, I hit him for four or five. Finally, I missed the first of all. My first roll, my first turn was just all horrible attack rolls, and then I tried to land a little bit of damage. I did, but then, of course, with Quake drops, he just healed it right back up. So, gee, wonder what that feels like. So after I get hit one, this was that, but on a much larger scale. <laughs> so finally, I was just like, I'm just gonna kill Cyclops. I'll never kill Worldbreaker. I didn't kill Cyclops. I got zero points. I got wiped for the first time in a long time. Um, but my other two matches, when I played my dudes, the dudes just wrecked house. Today we played Avengers versus X Men. It was our month two at the dugout, and we did a hybrid format where you play one booster sealed. And you play exactly one figure from your starter set. No more, no less. You can play any point value on your starter pieces. I did let people use rings if they pulled them. Just because I felt like, first of all, you're not guaranteed to pick it up. And second of all, if you do try to pick it up, or even if you do it, it pick it up, it slows you down a little bit. So I felt like it was a little balanced. I didn't allow ATAs because, first of all, Hammer Industries ATA is extremely good. And when there's one that's... And so is Wrecking Crew. So when you have ATAs that are that good that not most people are going to pull, I feel like it was a little bit too much of an advantage since you couldn't play outside ATAs. So I decided not to do uh, any ATAs. But rings and figures. Um, I'll We'll start with Austin and talk about your team and, and the kind of the idea of it in a quick version of how it went. So uh, I opened my booster, and I, I was playing Avengers for starters. Um, I put, opened my booster, and I pulled a Death's Head, 20-point um, Magia Goon, 66-point um, Brothers Grimm, 35-point Pepper Potts, 
and what else was there? <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, oh, uh, Detroit Steel. So, so my team idea was, gee, I know we've talked shit about that Iron Man from AVX on the podcast. I wonder if he's as bad as he looks. There's bound to be something good about him for him to be costed so high with these stats. So, I built a team around him. I comboed him and Detroit Steel together, both 150 to make 300. And then I threw on uh, threw on Pepper Potts, because she does the can't-do penetrating for 150 points or less, to Iron Man. And then uh, I gave... Uh, I, and then I had the Mento Intensifier ring. So... I was like, and I threw the Magia Goon on there. I was like, you know what? This team's a little under cost, about 20 points, or 20, 30 points. It's not a huge deal. Um, I'll go ahead and try it out. Um, pretty much, I went 0-3. That Iron Man is just as bad as he looks, if not worse. Um, he has a severe lack of combat values. Um, he has terrible power placement. Um, for 150 points, you do not get val. This this bastard does not value. Drew would hate him. I yes. hate him. <laughs> he does not have value at all. Um, no value. He's just he was garbage. Um, easily the worst figure I've played out of those AVX starters. Um, Damn. Easily. He, well, he is probably the worst out of out of all the iron both of them. Out of a lot of the Iron Mans I've played, he's probably the one that I've hated the most. I think they were like, we got a couple really good Iron Mans in this Iron Man set. We shouldn't put another ballin' ass Iron Man in For 150 ideas. points, you get seven clicks. Seven clicks. The top two are negative two reducers, Invul and Imperv. And then after that, it's just toughness for three, regen for two. But his values, 17, 18, 17, 17, 16, 16, 16. He has... His offensive cable is... Oh, he's got Pinside on his first click. That's cool. And then after that, Energy Explosion with two bolts. And it's okay. And then Pulse Wave with regen. He's just... He gets a little outwit and perplexed sometimes. Which would be great if he had that on his top dial, then maybe he'd be worth it. But the knockback generating thing was terrible because I never got a chance to use it. The opponent always had charge or combat reflexes, and I never had outwit. It seemed like I always skipped the outwit clicks. He'd get blasted for like four. I'd miss an imperv roll or something. He'd land on ranged combat expert and energy explosion. Which you can't use together anyway. Yeah, I I think he's a slightly better at the hundred point option, just because at a hundred points you're not that worried that you only get a ten attack because you're getting two bolt energy explosion. But even then, he still is the worst out of the AVX. I think out of starters. most of the, I think out of most of the Iron Mans I've played, he's probably the worst Iron Man I've played. I would rather I can't think that there's any of them I wouldn't rather play over him. We could um, probably find a couple of the Chaos War Iron. Man, kind of sucked, but uh, true. But they at least have their niche uses, such as the triple end cap. Punky Drewster had a good day, did he? How'd your day go, buddy? All right, so I uh, walked into the dugout. I was thinking, you know, I don't know what I'm gonna get this stupid. I, I always <laughs> love when Drew starts a story. I'm just like, I'm just ready. Like, all right, just lay so, back, kick back in my popcorn. So I'm like, you know, all right, what <laughs> what could I possibly get in this booster? Austin's probably gonna get a chase, or which I didn't. Chase, for like the first time ever. Or perhaps a prime or something, you know. Something stupid like Austin always gets. But I guess when I cracked open that Iron Man booster and there lie Silver Centuria and I said to myself, Holy shit <laughs> What did I do to deserve this? He physically said that out loud. He literally said, Holy shit, what did I do to deserve this? And uh, so, um, as you can suggest, I was like, <laughs> I gotta play this guy. So I immediately put him over there. 
The rest of my booster was um, Mandarin, uh, Mandarin, Guardian, North Star, and Centurius. So uh, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to put Centurius and North Star on this team, and I'm going to use Magic. So my team was just that, Silver Centurion, Centurius, North Star, and Magic. Um, I went 3-0, and I got third place. Uh, the only reason I probably didn't do better was both of my games, my first two games went to time, and uh, I was playing Silver Centurion, so I was playing, you know, slow. So you can build the tokens up? Yes, and yeah. I hit all three. <laughs> well, yeah, with Centurion, and you I did, never you disappointed in you. And I never did less than six damage. Uh, he's stupid. Even with the changes, he's still stupid. Um, not as good in maybe a competitive setting, but he's still stupid. Well, he's still good in competitive too. Yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's only immune to all the major damage. Yeah, he's sources. only immune to everything that matters. It's <laughs> it's funny too because the way it's worded. He just ignores all the damage. It's all you should say, ignores all the damage. He, he just ignores everything. Like, Jake, <laughs> God bless his soul. He's basically Snorlax. <laughs> tried to target me with Penetrating Psychic Blast, and I was like, you really don't want to do that. And I'll tell you why, Jake. It just reminds me of the old Pokemon manga when Snorlax would be asleep and like they'd have Charizard flame blasted and Charizard just like scratch it or Snorlax would just scratch his belly like. This guy's got nine clicks for 161 points. Gee, I played someone with 150 and seven clicks that never got above a 17 defense, 10 attack. Really, you if you get him off that top click. Which you won't. <laughs> I had to take myself off that top click. So what was your AVXP set you played with? Uh, Magic. Oh, at uh, 75? Yeah. Yeah, she's not bad. Uh, and you have a TK piece. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I like her for. I had a really balanced team, and North Star, North Star just loves running around and punching things. So I want you to tell me about Centurius, because when we talked about him in Sealed, I didn't think he was all that great. He's a little overcosted, even though he has a cool power. But you played him and you liked him, so he's talk about pretty him. good. Um, he, he does a really good. Okay, his he's got an attack ability. He's not a he's not an attacker. He's strictly a seventy one point, pretty much support piece. Um, his attack is or his attack ability is friendly characters can't be the target of opposing characters perplex, which is. It's That's really good. good. It's like pretty good. Well, that what's really good about this and sealed is a lot of people will just per, perp down your damage to go through your reducers and stuff like he's that. He's a complete. He's a complete counter to characters like Warblade and uh, you know anyone who can perp down defense Omen. minus two. Omen. Yeah. This guy shits on Omen. Um, uh, <laughs> he's the same point cost as her too. Like you'd be running. You might as well just run your own Omen. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and his damage ability, he gets his own. He gets uh, perplexed, and when he does, he can use it normally, or instead he may modify an attack value by plus two. So, the Silver Centurion with 11 attack suddenly becomes a Silver Centurion with a 13 attack, and he just starts pumping out the fist lasers or whatever, and it turns into a rave on a Saturday night. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I don't even want to think about that team. Like, I'm sitting there thinking... This makes me more depressed because I forgot Drew ran Silver Centurion and pulled him. 
Because I was so, like, my team was so bad today. And then knowing that Drew pulled Silver Citron for 11 more points and was that much better than my piece, I just want to, like, strangle Drew right now. Well, you're going to want to strangle Hunter, too, when he tells you how well he did. I went 3-0 as well. <laughs> um, I hate this game. I'm done. Hey, watch my Whoa! Shit. <laughs> oh, those are your clicks, then. <laughs> um, I pulled... Um, I the common Iron Man. Uh, who else was? There? I would have rather had that common Iron Man. Well, at well, of course, yeah, he's, he's good. It's stupid. <laughs> um, com- let me let me look through here. See who I had. Common Iron Man. Um, who was your X Men or your uh, Avengers? I I played uh, Magneto at one fifty. I played Iron Man at one fifty, and then I had the um, Sasquatch Prime, and I played her at ninety nine because she is. Okay, at one nineteen, with uh, two click with her two clicks are worth the extra twenty points. But I figured with the point balances of the rest of my team, it's better to go with the ninety nine point option. And also, when you do the ninety nine point option, she starts with her prop. Yeah. First of all, this piece is is good for sealed. It's this piece was great for sealed. Um, she once per game she can use hypersonic, so you can activate that whenever it's optimal for it, you to trigger it and uh, a good thing about effects like that is your opponent always forgets about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. And then she has prop control when she uses it oh, I screwed up at one point. I think I probed yeah, when she uses it during your turn she may target a character anywhere on the map I think. Hunter cheated first Yeah, you. I think on my last game uh, one of my last props I couldn't have done it. Uh, when she uses it during your turn she may target a character anywhere on the map um, and then, so she has sidestep for three, cl- sidestep blades for three clicks, and then she has three clicks of phasing, regen, and outwit. And the best thing about multiple clicks of regen, even though I don't usually like it, is that when your opponent sees it, that first click of regen, the last click. they think I'll hit her for one or I'll hit her for two and she'll die. No, you gotta hit her for three. I will say that happened to me at that Iron Man. And she has outwit on it as well, and phasing. And I had TK with Magneto. First of all, we talked about Magneto before how he's a sneaky good piece. Oh, God, I loved him. He was so good. It's funny because here oh, I expected, man. I expected a ton of amazing spot or a ton of that Spider Man's this week, and instead it was a ton of Magnetos. Like I looked across the table and just Magnetos. Um. So the the idea with the team was, I have two great ranged attackers, and then I have a, a great prob piece, and I have two. Uh, I have a pulse wave with Magneto to deal with problem pieces like Spider Man. And Iron Man has Precision Strike to deal with Spider-Man. So, and he has um, Precision Strike to deal with heavy reducer was pieces. Was anyone playing that Spider-Man? Yeah, my first one. opponent was. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, my second opponent was. Yeah, I only saw one the whole day. Um, Strack was playing him. Yeah, that's the only person so, I knew. And Iron Man bust blocking. And I we already have done AVX2 at... Um, the game preserve, so I knew those maps, and I knew that Iron Man is really good. Like Cyclops was really good, so I figured Iron Man would be good. I contemplated playing Cyclops and Iron Man just to be a total dick, but I changed it and went with Magneto because I wanted to try. <laughs> so Magneto. you decided to be a giant penis. Yeah, instead. yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Someone's jelly. Yeah. If, if I... my opponent would come to me, I would use Magneto for running shot pulse wave. If my opponent, if I needed to board control more like I did in the last game, then I would TK or TK with Magneto. And the cool thing about Magneto is he gets TK for a free action with two tokens. So he can TK three turns in a row. 
Yep. Basically. Mm-hmm. There's never a turn he can't TK. And even though he was an expensive piece on that map where there's lots of places to hide, keeping him in the corner with the line of fire to certain tactical positions was very, very useful, especially in my last game. And see, and the other thing about using that Magneto as a TK piece is he stays in the back, and you use the Iron Man to pick off ex- exploits and pin size, and then they can never, once they get through the Magneto's defenses, he's just a pain in the ass to actually kill. So, great, great um, games. I Two of my opponents had Thors at four points. Yeah, there points, was a lot of that Thor. Which, I like the Thor, but I, I don't quite like him as much at full points. I think he's a lot better at his 100 points just because that top click is so sick for 100 points. Yeah, gee, I wish my character had a top click like that at 150. <laughs> you, you, you're the one who chose him, alright? Yeah, you had an him. option. You had... You had. I really wish I would have played Scarlet Witch instead. Um, anyways. Good piece, good good matches. Um, had played some good clicks today. Felt I, I was in... I didn't have a headache like I usually do when we go to the dugout and, uh, Played pretty well. Yeah, we had a good day, Hunter. Yeah, we did. We don't really care about Austin's day went. So, I mean, you know how could this happen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it for what we played. Let's move into the main topic. Main let's, topic. Let's talk about some more AVX. AVX. So, oh, that's my favorite topic. A lot of people have, uh, especially... Wait, wait a minute. What? Did Austin get any points? He got 100 points. He was 0-3 with No, I mean actual, you know... Uh... Oh, no, he still has zero. Ah! <laughs> You don't have one point for losses? I'm just kidding. You get what I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, bullshit. That's disappointing. So Hunter decides to post our AVX standings knowing I missed month one, and he included me on the list anyway. I wanted, so it's I this huge-ass list of people with points, and then Austin, Just zero. so I could put you in zero points. <laughs> I was so happy. I was so mad. Well, um, this, this main topic is especially going to be helpful for new players because we've had some people email us and say... Don't touch me, Drew. Say, hey, my event's been running... Um, running AVX events, my venue's been running AVX events where I can play Silver Age X-Men and Silver Age Avengers and I don't know what's good and what's not. Mm-hmm. So, or even you think about sets that are modern age but old, like Chaos War especially, where we'll be talking about a lot, that a lot of new players have missed out on if they started playing over the last Honor, year. It makes me feel really old knowing Chaos War is considered old. I know, right? I know doesn't it? <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Actually, it makes me really old knowing Galactic Guardians is old and about to cycle out. Yeah. So, what we've done is take, and these will not be, of course, these are arguably top 10 X-Men and top 10 Avengers. I'm sure we'll get angry emails about this one threatening Yeah, and there were a lot of um, pieces where they, like the 10, I'll say that the number 10 slot on each um, section Rotated out once or twice. Like there were there were multiple pieces vying for that last. I can spot. see multiple yeah. markouts. I was gonna say when I was sitting there trying to guess them earlier, like what would you put on the top ten? Like I probably went through four or five pieces. You said barely got etched out of the tenth slot. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so what you'll notice when I go over these is a lot of almost all of the X Men's best pieces. Even though we just got a good. So a couple good um, X, well, one giantly great X Men set. Still, most of the best X Men pieces are Silver Age, or at least half of this list. And whereas Avengers, I only have one Silver Age Avengers piece on here because because you don't love Black Panther. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I have about this. I'll let you do an honorable mention for. Black I'll do Panther. an honorable mention for that. Black let's Panther. start with X. Let's start with X Men, and these are not in any particular. I'll go from number ten to number one. 
but they're not necessarily in perfect order. But number 10, Tabap Wolverine, who I feel is the best Wolverine for the points. And that's very arguably because there are a bunch of pretty good Wolverine. Like uh, Days of Future Past Wolverine. Yeah. And, and of course, we haven't God, got if to... if he was out, he would be on this. We haven't got to play with him yet. But I feel like, yeah, I think the new Wolverine and this Wolverine are my two favorites. The two best. Um, Tabap Wolverine, if you want to follow along with us, go to hcrealms.com unit section and type in these and follow along with us. Tabap004... He has traded toughness, because when you look at that dial, you're like, he never has anything. He has willpower and then regen stop clicks, but he has toughness 24-7. He has charge exploit top dial, next dial flurry blades, third dial flurry or exploit, and then a stop click right smack in the middle with regen, by the way. And then you and toughness on top of the region because we talked about how it's really nice to have something on top of your region you to help protect. Funny you. it is because this has happened before where you have like traded toughness or a hammer giving toughness, and your opponent's like, "I'm going to pig him for one damage." You're like, "Hammer!" Yeah. Then we got um, then right after that, charge blades and then flurry or exploit. So he always has great close combat capabilities. He has a surprising four range, which will catch people off guard every now and then. What? Yeah, he does. How does that even make sense? And he has excellent keywords: Avengers and X Men and X Force and Weapon X. But having Avengers and X Men keywords is always great. A little off topic. How come they've never made a Wolverine that has a really good like Blades Giant Reach, where he just swings wide and just? There is the old Shield Wolverine that I played when we very first started, who has like six range, which is like. This Wolverine has six range, but he has six range. But I just mean like giant. Like I know a, what you mean. It's because range. of drill. Club. Well, he first of all, freaking Wolverine's like five eight and has like stubby true. little arm. Like he's little and fast. Have well, you seen the hitbox on Drill Claw? It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Drill Claw. Oh man, Drew bringing us back. And the cool thing is, if you get down dial on that late region and you can get some lucky rolls, you'll go back past your stop clicks I've, again. I've fought this Wolverine once, and the most frustrating thing is. Oh, I'm going to blast him. Stop click. Well, shit, I'm pretty sure he'll just take some damage and die after this. And you blast him again. Stop click. And you're like, ah! So either this Wolverine or the the new Days of Future Past Wolverine would be your your number 10 slot. Um, Number 9 is a piece that we've mentioned before. Wolverine the X-Men Gravity Feed version of Jean Grey. And that's because, as we said before, not only is she a great support piece for your team, carrying multiple people... And healing and enhancing and TKing and mind controlling and supporting and all that good stuff. But she also can attack herself. Like, she can hold her own. And we, I think... Uh, Austin, did you ever play her? Uh, that Jean Grey? Yeah. I played her once, and okay. I really... She's just a monster. Like, yeah. That enhancement on top of it is <coughs> great because you can bring them into... You can bring your people into position, place them, and then she provides enhancement for all of them that are placed. And so next turn, it's just a giant blast. The, yeah, the cool thing about her is, like I said, she can uh, she can fight while supporting your team. Because if you guys want to follow along, it's uh, Wolverine X Men two hundred nine Jean Grey. She has running shot and she can carry without. She can first of all carry three people, three other X Men, and when she does, she doesn't take negative for the carry. And she has look at that attack value for a freaking Jean Grey, which is something you don't think of having great combat values. Of an eleven attack, three damage. Psychic Blast. So, and, and I also talked about this whenever I played her a long time ago, when I won that event with the X-Factor team that one time at GP. Eight range nowadays is so good. Like, when you're playing against other pieces that only have a six range 
outwit and a six range this and a six range that. Having that extra two range, especially two bolts, is what is a difference maker. And then even when she goes off of her offensive clicks, she gets mind control TK, mind control support, force blast TK, force blast support TK. Like she's always useful. There's not a bad click inch in- enhancement too. By the you way, you know what I love it better? Even 100 points with yeah. all the AVX stuff being 150, 125. They're all even intervals of 25. And at the beginning of your turn, she moves your whole team for one token. Yep. I mean, that's that sums it up right there. You'll notice there's going to be three different Jean Greys on this list. That's how <laughs> as, good. As I told you earlier, we were building for uh, AVX Month 2 at Game Preserve, and Phil runs a Highlander rule. And I submitted my first team build, and it had Jean Grey, Marvel Girl, and Dark Phoenix on it. And Phil's like, yeah, we have Highlander. And I'm like, crap. There's just, I, there's so few Jean Grey p- pieces printed that aren't good. Or that are, yeah. Next up is a guy who didn't make the cut at first, and then I kept debating whether I wanted him or Fast Forces Professor X. I ended up going with this guy, barely edged out, and that's 50-point GSX-031 Angel. Angel has, first of all, he has a 10-movement flight with charge, and you're like, oh, that's pretty good, but not that impressive. Well, it's that in combination with his damage ability, what makes him so sick. When using flight... Angel ignores negative modifiers from the carry ability and doesn't have his speed value when using charge. So not only does he charge 10 full squares, Mm -hmm. he can carry somebody with him. Mm -hmm. And he has super senses. So what you want to do with this guy... Like some sort of Wolverine that wouldn't have a good moving attack. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you have a, a Wolverine that has flurry blades at the moment, or you have somebody who needs to... Stubby legs can't get in there. Who needs to get in, you can take Angel... Charge 10 squares in, drop your your friendly behind you, and now you're tying them up with your super senses and your friendly can running shot around to wherever they need or charge in on a different figure wherever they need and position where they need to go. Or some sort of toad if you want to be that douchebag. <laughs> Just dropping toads all over the place. So while his dial is not super sexy, you got to think of point efficiency. Like Drew says, for 50 points, this dude is value. value. He gets Drew's value stamp of approval. We need to get Drew a little stamp of his value. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Drew. I'll let you talk about Son him. of a bitch! It's the next sexy beast. Is it? Do I think it is? Yeah, it's Web of Spider Man Nightcrawler. I'm so tired of this guy already from AVX. Okay, so what's good about Web of Spider Man Nightcrawler? It's not good about everything. Me. No, no, no. We're better off talking about the negatives. Okay. Um, he doesn't have Psychic Blast. He his his actual damage output isn't amazing, he but all, that's not what makes him good. He only has six clicks for 86 points. <laughs> yeah, good luck hitting him. So! <laughs> freaking shit what, changing a 19 for 86 points. With a Spider-Man Nightcrawler. He can use, he's got a movement ability. He can use hypersonic speed, stealth, and the carry ability. You're like, okay, does he have flight? No, but he ignores the effects of terrain. (laughs) Just terrain. And characters. And characters on movement. He's got a 14 movements. Oh no, minus two. Now I'm above average on movement. Oh That's if you carry. If you don't carry, he's getting full freaking mad. And what's that? You really wanted to hit him. Too bad he's standing in freaking stealth because he can find hindering somewhere with a 14 movement. (sighs) When, hyper, when Nightcrawler uses hypersonic speed, a target hit by a close combat attack may be placed adjacent to Nightcrawler after the power action resolves. So he's basically 
the single most annoying asshole ever printed in Heroclix, and I hope he dies. Oh, we're not done. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I guess he is. <laughs> his I mean, defense, that's not even hyperbole. <laughs> his defense is a 19, a 19 on an 86-point piece. I wish I had a 19 defense on my 100. He's got X-Men piece. team ability like the mother trucker he is. So if he gets knocked off of that... I'll just deal right back up with an X-Men team ability. They printed figures. So I'm not that scared of the 19. But, but Hunter, it's, it's, he, <laughs> he can use super senses. God dang. Whenever he uses super senses to evade an attack, you may immediately move him up to half his speed value. Seven squares. I forgot about that. Jesus Dude, Christ. Do you know the last three, <laughs> the last like month I've played against him three times. My first hack is like I'm about to blast him for seven damage. I'm going to get him off this damn map. I get through the shape change, he hits that super senses, and it's just like, I don't even know why I try anymore. I'm just done with this game. He's the single most annoying, between the fact he's an 86-point utility piece alone, he'd be amazing, but he's an 86-point piece of shit annoyance that I'm so tired of playing against, it isn't even funny. Dwayne, are you listening? Yeah, Dwayne. <laughs> They're kidding, Dwayne, I love you. Of course you do. You beat him every time you play him. I love Dwayne. He's funny. <laughs> I love Dwayne, I too. Dwayne. Dwayne's the most chill He's guy the only ever. person I'm not upset when he sets Nightcrawler across the table from me. He's like, sure. what do you want me to do? I'm like, play a different piece, asshole. <laughs> Even Precision Strike, he's still... This guy's still... I mean, he's still have shape change in 19. Oh, okay. great. I got this sweet 9 nine attack Precision Strike, Hunter. You think I can hit this 19 defense? <laughs> you gotta get in melee first, because he's in stealth, too. You're gonna blow my damn speaker. <laughs> yeah, Nightcrawler is now that Drew's done with this story. <laughs> Nightcrawler is a pain in the ass. He used to be a huge meta piece. Everybody, uh, experienced player, yeah, experienced players are very familiar with him. Nightcrawler, Metron, and, uh, and and how good he is. Um, moving on. Thank God. AVX Cyclops, you uh, should already have this piece, so you don't have to buy him. Pick it up. You stupid. Now, personally, I like him at a hundred points because he's yeah. squishy at either one, and I feel like if what what you're playing him for is the eight range through blocking and the outwit, he has all that on his top dial. So why mm-hmm. not just? I think he's better off starting him at a hundred points, saving the fifty points for other pieces on your team, yeah. and keep because he needs to stay at range. Let's see what you get for a hundred points top dial. You get running. You get force blast running shot, and when he uses running shot after actions resolve, he can use force blast as a free action. Now you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would he want a force blast? Well, I don't first know. of all, double wall tap. First of all, he has sharpshooter, so he can shoot the person. He can run up, shoot you, and then force blast you into a wall. Or he has a ability that hopefully a Hawkeye in the future will get too. When he makes a ranged attack. He can make them while he's adjacent to an opposing, like Colossals can. So Cyclops can run up, base your cap, and then shoot your Thor from while he's basing cap. And then he could force blast cap into a wall, basically. Mm-hmm. I still I still like the double tap into a wall, though. Yeah. You running shot someone that's already against a wall, you shoot them, them into they it. normally take the damage knockback, and then you force blast them again once they're down. You get an wall. eight range outwit, you get... Is it, a a range outwit through blocking, yeah. mind you. Screw that! He's a hundred points of leadership off freaking. It is through blocking. Yeah, he. Yeah, you he can outwit through blocking, and then when you, you told me no, whenever I used him before. I know, and then whenever Harry brought it up when he was playing, the PAC and, states that the PAC states that 
that ability makes you ignore blocking for line of fire. Right. And if you make an attack, destroy it's two the block. It's that two separate means, sentences. That means that we Iron Man can also outwit through blocking. That without is destroying. stupid. We were researching it a couple weeks yeah. ago. Um, <clears throat> and then the leadership, he can take off any X-Men, even whenever he, there are more points than him. So yes. I, I think you start him at 100 points. He's very efficient. He's very good. You already have him in your starter so that when you have to play an event where you have to use a piece in your starter like we did today, this is the guy you want to reach for if you're playing X-Men most of the time. Is that Ruler and X-Men? Yeah, Ruler and X-Men keywords. You know what he's great for? This is not AVX related, but when you're playing those ruler teams that have a lot of expensive pieces, leadership that is perfect. perfect. And you brought that up a long time ago when we first pulled him. Actually, you guys did, or maybe it was Drew. Yeah, because Drew was playing a ruler team. I, I specifically teams. remember you guys bringing that point out. That's because it's great. Um, the other Cyclops that, that actually made the cut is GSX Cyclops at zero, number 008. And he's ridiculous cut. The cool thing about him is, first of all, his dial is pretty good already. He's 110 points, um, running shot, um, willpower for quite a bit. Get some side blast in here and there. But what's the absolute best thing about him is, first of all, traded leadership and then traded when any friendly character uses X-Men, heal two damage instead of one. You know one. what that combo is amazingly with? That angel that carries and free X-Men's? You know what else it carries amazingly with? Anyone with X-Men? The Colossus who gives you free action X-Men team ability from the same starter. Why don't I play all three of them together? <laughs> you should. <laughs> That's the first thing. When I saw Colossus' ability to use X-Men for free, I was like, GSX Cyclops, perhaps? Hmm. Hmm. This combo looks tasty. Um, then at points in his dial, he gets either RCE or a special Force Blast. After his Force Blast resolves, his target's defense value is now... If his target's defense value is 16 or less, he deals damage to his target equal to half his D6 roll for Force Blast. Now, this is the old Force Blast. So he, he'll get errated. In fact, we'll have to check the I'll, player's guide. I was going to say, we're going to need to double-check because he I may think be, they probably updated it. Yeah, him. he probably got an update. A lot of those Force Blast pieces probably got an update. There's actually Tab App... Uh, GSX or Tab App Psychops probably his, got updated. His will probably say something along when he uses Force Blast as a power action or something. Um, one I accidentally skipped over made it. I I put we talked about Nightcrawler and Stormspox. Nightcrawler is supposed to be higher up on the list. Nightcrawler was, better be. Nightcrawler was number two. I'm giving away my. It's worse than Nightcrawler. I'm giving away a trade secret here, and I want to say that this is my favorite storm. Is it the Mutations and Monsters? Mutations and Monsters Storm, 057, and she got better with the PAC changes. Yeah, she and is. And hardly, I haven't seen her played since the PAC changes. Because she's stupid. 100 points, 10 range, 2 bolts, this is 057, 10 range and 2 bolts with Force Blast and Energy Explosion. That's what you need to know. Wow. With really? a running shot, 10 range. So a 15 square swing with Energy Explosion and Force Blast. Then she has energy shield because she's going to be staying at range the whole time. So okay. it's going to be hard to hit her. You should drop her the ring that gives penetrating damage on wall hitting and get them on a tight corridor map and be like, boom. Don't let's get this guy. He's coming up with these dirty ideas. What were you going to say about the trade secret, huh? The, the, this storm is a trade secret. Nobody ever plays her. What did we just get to talk about? About eight range being really good now? Well, yeah, ten range? Nah, ten range ten, sucks. With a five square running shot? Ten like, range is terrible. And then when the... If, first of all, you're force blasting them away from you to make them keep having to run in. They're never going to reach you, first of Correct. all. That is one thing they clarified, though, with uh, energy explosion and force blast. They made sure, because it was a commonly asked question, and we kind of knew this, but... If you get Force Blast off Energy Explosion, the knockback isn't relative to the character's hit. It's relative to you. 
Yeah. So if you knock them back, everyone goes back one square. Yeah. And you, what you do is you move the back, the farthest people away from her first. get knocked back yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah, I've always known how that. She, yeah, I, we knew. It's just it's one of those things that they had to clarify because it is. She is definitely a piece in Drew's uh, Silver Age quality corner value. Silver <laughs> Silver Age value corner. Uh, that's a new segment coming soon. I'm going to make it happen. Well, let's make it happen. Silver Age. Was it? I'll, I'll look what up. Was it? Tell, tell me again. I'm going to write it down. What's it called? Drew Silver Age uh, value Dog corner. Value corner. Yeah, I thought you said quality corner. I did quality say quality value corner. Drew Silver Age. Value value corner. Yeah, there you, you go. Like that. Yeah. All right, new All right. segment coming soon to a theater near you. Uh, um, yeah. So pick her up. She's pretty cheap. She's like, actually, she is like ten dollars. She was the SR from that set. Yeah, she's. But personally, I like her. She's a sneaky piece. Chances are your opponent's not gonna know what the hell she is or what the hell she does. So you're that's gonna always take a big advantage. Right. Take it all the way to the bank. <sighs> all right, our next Jean Grey on our list. <laughs> our next Jean Grey on our list. You can either. Pull up Universe 073 Jean Grey or Infinity Challenge 049 Jean Grey. They're the same thing. Hunter, what would you be getting for 31 points? For 31 points, you get the X-Men team ability. First of all, for 31 points, that's pretty good. And TK for three straight clicks. And if your place isn't running the Highlander rule, oh, you get a yo-yo off two of those. Yep. And then... Of course, it's like, oh, two more for your th- team, or your theme team for map choice. She's got survivability from range, too, with the 16 energy shield on top click. Which sounds funny in today's game, but honestly, an 18 for from range point for a 31-point piece? Yeah. She would have been fucking nuts in the old game. <laughs> you oh, would not be able to kill this bitch. Dude, back when the game first started, this was like the best. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hit my Jean Grey with a 19 defense through hindering with, with your, your 8 attack? attack. <laughs> with your 6 attack. Get out of here, kid. Um, yeah. She's got a 4 attack bottom click. So you're not going to be using her for attacking. Okay, Drewster. <laughs> Drew's okay. going to blow my speakers today. Sorry, I'm, I'm really <laughs> excited. I what did you put in his drink, Austin? You got it's it all around today. Catnip in there. I did really well at it. Well, if you heard the before song conversation. <laughs> um, TK and X-Men, very good combo. For only 31 points, she brings ton to the table. She's tons of value. She's very cheap to pick up. Uh, I got him saying value online. now, guys. <laughs> um, number three... Is M10 Dark Phoenix. Oh boy. Go figure. The only bad thing about this piece is it's going to cost you a pretty penny to pick up if Hell you yeah. don't already have. Because I remember when I told you that she was up that high and your eyes were like, what? Well, when this first, this was one of, the, I bought more of this set than I bought of any other set. Because when we, we it did was our, like Christmas when we opened them. <laughs> when we did our garage games, first of all, I got a full case of each and I got a bunch because I would give them out to you guys as prizes. So I knew all the values on these figures. And when Dark Phoenix first came out, the most she ever sold for was like 20 bucks. And then as people started playing her over the next couple months, they're like, holy shit, this thing's stupid. And now her value has shot up to like 40 bucks. So it's going to be hard to pick her up. But if, you, if you're if you interested in picking her up, she's one of the better X-Men pieces. You can probably I, get her for like and 35 is, in a trade. The thing is... At all her dials, she's good. It's not just one, it's any of them. Yeah, and, and pull her up, um, M10 Anniversary, 021 Dark Phoenix. At 300 or 200 or 100, she's worth her points. Personally, though, I think most of the time I use her at 100 points. Same. Because she has Running Shot, Pulse Wave with a 10 range, so that's a 5 movement plus 5 square, so a 10 square swing on Pulse Wave? No. 
That's pretty good. And she has in cap 10 range. Or, sorry, outwit 10 range. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's freaking nuts. I I'm, played her... Oh, I was going to say, I played her month one of AVX at GP. Yeah, because you're a terrible person and yep. Uh, continue. Yep. Says the guy who played Silver Centurion. Hey, alright, listen. The thing is, I got So I played her month turn. one at AVX GP, and... I TK'd her with that magic for 75 points, and I was playing her at, I think, 200 points with the Book of Skulls. She was a monster. Like, that Pulse Wave, if you play her on a map with a lot of blocking, and you can kind of pin in an opponent with just that Pulse Wave, it's ridiculous. And she has the Super Senses as a trait for only six. Traded Super Senses on a six. When she KO, and most people forget this when they play her. And I don't ever tell them because it's I a May. It it's too, not yeah. an effect. You you don't have to do it, so I never tell them when they forget. When Dark Phoenix KOs an opposing character, you may heal her of one damage. Then she has... Okay, so, first of all, you got amazing attack capabilities and great range on your piece. Then she helps, your, uh, she helps the rest of your team out. Because she has a stop click with an 18 defense. And when it's revealed to stop turning the dial, she cannot use her super senses anymore. But when she takes damage... Heal all other friendly characters that share a keyword, so in this case, X-Men, with her of two damage. That's a lot. Two yeah. damage for the rest of your X-Men. Oh, hi, your team of four people. That's eight consecutive he- or con- total healing. And what this does effectively, because I've played against her a lot, is it makes you not want to attack her. And because then you feel like you're... Go, you're you're going to wait like your whole game is going to waste because you kill her, but then the rest mm-hmm. of the dudes heal. So it's like you either have to go after her headstrong or not at all and save her till the end. And if you save her till the end, she's pulse waving and having ridiculous ranges on outwit. I have and no idea what you're talking about. And she's really controlling the board, so and she is an excellent. Piece. She's really good in combo with uh, both the Phoenix Force resource and. Uh the Book of Skulls, like, with a resource, she's a monster. So if you don't know what our top piece is yet, you clearly don't. Well, number one, best X-Men in Hunter's opinion. It's not... Pro- it's not Hunter's opinion, this is... A fact. Professor X from GSX 036. He is 123 points, and what you want to do with this cat, sit him in his cool wheelchair, the little hover That's chair. a pretty damn cool wheelchair. And not be able to this see is the this is what hover rounds will be in the future. Everybody, get a good look at this because uh, in the by the time we're old, this is what we're going to be. I, I'm going to be going around. Style. I'll shave my head blo- and I'll just sit there with my fingers on the edge of my. Me head and Drew are going to be in some wheelchairs when we're old. We're going to be playing virtual hero clicks in our brains. Yep, just sitting in our little hover chairs playing virtual hero clicks on. That's our how I'm going out. <laughs> um, what you do is you keep him in your starting area. Like how I'm not included in that. <laughs> Am I just not allowed to play? You're dead by this point. Uh, you keep him in your starting area. I piss off the wrong guy. <laughs> and if you keep him in your starting area, he can draw a line of fire and Don't count touch me. and count range. <laughs> he can uh, 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 draw lines of fire and count range for his speed attack and damage powers from the square of any X Men uh, of any friendly character who he shares keyword with. In this point, That's... in this uh, option, X Men. So you have, and he has an eight range. By the way. So if it wasn't stupid enough that you're drawing through your own guys, you're drawing through your guys at innate range. And he can use his mind control. Excellent option, especially after the buffs. Because this guy was ridiculous before mind control got buffed. Yeah, <laughs> mind control got I've played. I've played him so many times that I never get tired of him. Psychic Blast and Outwit. So you now effectively have nowhere to hide from his Outwit. It's coming for you. It's coming. We gonna find you. It's gonna find you. We gonna find you. He gonna find you. And 
by the time that you get back to the opponent's starting area to deal with him, he's already dished out 123 points worth of damage on your ass. That's right. And he has hey he has super senses to kind of help on top of that. Uh, what about the rest of his outwit power, Hunter? And so if you get past his first three clicks of his mind control psychic blast super senses, he gets onto three clicks of end cap willpower and a special damage ability. It's outwit again, but once per turn when he uses outwit to can- counter a standard power, he can immediately excuse me he can immediately use outwit again but only to counter a power of the same color. And I want to bring up, I've used this before to remove two charges off of people, off of two different people. Holy crap, the amount this slows down the game. You're like, okay, so you in-cap two people through one of your own people at A range, and you're like, okay, now I'm going to with their charge. You could drastically slow the game down with this one piece on two figures, and it's great. This guy's not all that much to pick up. He's usually around 10 bucks, 8 9 10 bucks. Um, he was only a rare from GSX, so I'd highly suggest getting him if you're, if you're, especially if you play X Men teams all the time. The the other great thing about him though is uh, with X Men team ability, if you have one of those thirty point Jean Greys or whatever that's just TK'd out already, and he's taking damage somehow, oh, he's already back here just getting. Or with that, you have you can go ahead and push him because you don't care since you'll heal him back up with X Men yep. team ability. That'll do it for our X Men. Uh, we're gonna move into Avengers. Again, these are in no exact order but let's start off with the slot the spot that took number 10 he i didn't have him in number 10 at first and i took somebody out put him in just because he i felt like he barely uh needed the nod and that is the piece i played today invincible iron man 001 iron man at both his 300 and 150 point options he's good but i think most of the time you're going to play him and personally i like him better at 150 He's all about the top click. You want to keep him on the top click, but the rest of his dial is pretty good, too. Yep. He's got running shot, 8 range, 2 bolts, with an 11 attack, precision strike, and 4 damage. And you say, Hunter, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> kind of shoots through everything. everything. Or outwits through everything. And outwits through, through everything. everything. He has uh, improved targeting, ignores hindering, and blocking. So, especially on maps like today, where it's full of blocking terrain... He can bl- he can shoot right through it. You're guaranteed the alpha strike. He can hide behind blocking and outwit you while you still have to move around to get to him. So basically, he can outweigh your moving attack so that you can't move around a corner and then shoot him. You have to move and then shoot him. He can really control the pacing of the game. That's what I was doing with him today. Um, and then precision strike, so freaking good, especially with two bolts. The more bolts you got with your precision strike, the better. Hi, I'm Longshot. This dude, if you watch, so sick. if you watch the game of Harry and I on YouTube, this is what he plays. Besides the best after-game commentary ever made. <laughs> this is what he plays, and um, I just gave up immediately. So it's like her, I got three shield snipers in this thing in the middle of Realm of Death. No, it was two shield snipers and uh, Victoria Hand. Victoria Hand. Close enough. So he had a. He had a 11 range. F- 14 top dial attack, 11 range, 7 damage. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't... I, I couldn't do anything. <laughs> so um, I just ran in and died. So you want to keep this guy at range. Let, you know, let your other guys move in a little bit first before you let him kind of run around and do his thing. But he's well worth his points. Great dial all the way down. And he picks up regen at some key points in the dial. Um, that's our number 10. Number 9... A Chaos War piece, which will be bringing up a lot of Chaos War pieces. That was an excellent meta set. It was an Avengers set. Sharon Carter. God, Sharon Carter. 45 points. And what you're playing her for is her mainly her trait. 
Sharon Carter and adjacent friendlies with Avengers can use stealth. Keyword. Avengers keyword. Can use stealth. And she has the shield team ability. So mm-hmm. what you want to do is move up, purposefully push her onto her second click, where you now have stealth herself and an adjacent friendly ranged attacker, like one of her best friends now is the new Iron Man that we just talked about. You give that Iron Man stealth while he gets to shoot through stealth. Yeah. And you give him plus one range, and you can power action give him plus one damage. Hunter, if oh, only... Oh, and the, you have Perplex on top of that. Only if there were this, you know, like, what is it, 13-point piece that could be dropped a ring that could throw, you know, a smoke cloud out every turn. <laughs> if only there was also freaking willpower shield team ability. I can't get... That's the best combo for shield ability. And I play, I played her, like, a ton with that War Machine Iron Man duo. Because they see through stealth, and they have stealth. So they sit there in stealth safely, shoot through at a huge range. They get the bonuses from shield on top of it every turn, or two out of three turns. And it's just, it's great. And as Drew said, you throw her a ring that gives a free action, like Blacklight or something like that. And it's ridiculous. So what you do for 45 points is, she provides you with three plus ones at the same time. Mm -hmm. She's giving you a perplex on whatever you need it on. She's giving you a plus one range from the shield passively and a plus one damage from the shield actively. And she's stealthing your friendly Avengers on top of that. And it's not limited to one character. It's any adjacent friendlies with the Avengers keyword. And I do want to say one thing about the X-Men. The X-Men really don't have a lot of ways to look through stealth besides Pulse Wave. That's true. I hadn't really thought about that. This, this for example, shuts down that Professor X really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that... Um, we have been talking about on the Cory actually, and off... Uh, off air on the quarry a lot too is how stealth is making a huge comeback in the meta game because back about a year ago you had a lot of ways to see through stealth you had first of all superman pieces were big yeah avengers initiative pieces were big or thunderbolts choosing a vision avengers Mm -hmm. initiative now with the inclusion of the black light ring and some good key pieces like silver centurion and some good line of fire blockers that don't have that aren't stealth they're blocked line of fire yeah you have stealth is making a, and the batman cow has helped too stealth is making a comeback and therefore sharon carter is making a comeback and she's a very cheap piece to to pick up she's she'll be 50 cents online she, yeah online she's an uncommon so. there's um, no reason to not have her honestly in my personal top 10 list of figures i'm up for avx she's definitely like my top three like she's one of those pieces that if i'm building an avengers team constructed she's basically on all of them um number eight slot goes to silver centurion we're not going to dwell on him too much because we talked about him <laughs> ad nauseum He's very expensive, but he's very great. He's very good to build around, particularly if you have something to give him willpower, um, especially if you have a utility belt to give him willpower and stealth from the Batman cow, stealth 24-7. We were talking about finesse pieces, and I feel like, you know, Silver Centurion's stupid, but without a resource, he really is a finesse piece. A little bit. He does get a decent chunk of running shot. He does. At times, but sometimes some sort of nine clicks. But you can play it to his advantage and stealth yourself if they've got a ranged heavy team. Yeah. Or, you know, just keep on running shot and blasting from eight squares away. It's up to you, and you also have to move that stupid tornado around. Torpedo. Whatever. <laughs> number seven. Um, number I seven. what you were talking about. You were talking about tornadoes over walls and stuff like that. Tornado. It's torpedo. At number seven, I'm going to put Chaos War Hawkeye. Castle Hawkeye, because he's very versatile. No, really? Yeah. 
And I almost didn't include him on this list. That's how what? good. What? That's, well, that's how good. Of, how many great Avengers pieces there are, though, honestly. But he is like one of those quintessential uh, pieces. He's got to be on the list. He's, he's probably better. one of the best ranged pieces they have access to. For ninety-eight points, I think he's great to to own because he fits on lots of different teams. First of all, he has good keywords: Avengers, Great Lakes, and Shield and Thunderbolts. Uh, first of all, he has two of the biggest keywords in Avengers and Shield, and then he has freaking Thunderbolts on top of that. So with the inclusions of the, the Thunderbolts ATA and the fact that he's a freaking wild card on top of that, he can see through stealth from Avengers Initiative. He can copy Mystics from Scarlet Witch that's on your team. He can copy Shield himself so that he buffs your, the rest of your enhanced ball up plus one or whatever. Um, he has running shot and stealth and a nine range triple bolt sharp shooting 12 attack. Doesn't seem good to me. With some energy explosion too. And then, you're, you're, yeah, he has willpower on top of that, so you keep him in stealth, you keep him at range, let him do his thing, run around and stay in the shadows, uh, popping shots, and then later when they finally hit him, he goes on to energy explosion. When he does, after actions resolve, give one action token to each character hit by the Yeah, So, Hunter, good. it's not good enough that he's a 98.3 bolt energy explosioner. He also gets freaking an action token on top of it dealt to all of them. And you know what's good about that? Usually when we see pieces that... What's good about that, Hunter? I don't know. Just okay. every damn thing I just listed. Okay, what's even better about that is, is usually when we see pieces that do something like that, energy explosion in tokens, it usually has some kind of clause like only if they have zero tokens. Or if they have or they only have one bolt with something like that. Or only if they took one day only if they took Even damage. if they have no tokens, it's still fucking stupid. I know, I'm saying like this has no this has no um, caveat on it. It's just straight give tokens to every person who gets hit by it. I don't give a damn. You get a token. This you is, get a token. This would be so stupid against any of Boston zombie teams because they like to group together. <laughs> yeah, and I've played, I've played against them with a zombie team, and it's just I scooped like halfway across the board. Number six is M10 Iron Man. A piece well, really? <laughs> We've talked about him quite a bit. He's only getting quite a bit covers it, Hunter. You're going to want to own him for events at your venues, um, AVX events that allow resources. He'll be a good option to have. Especially since people are trying to be creative and let you play the Phoenix Force only. And when given the option to play only one specific resource, most people are going to take it. I know uh, that that's why I took it when we played a few weeks ago. He's better at 125 for his points. And also, if you do play him at the cheaper version, if you don't run up against a resource, at least you didn't waste a full 225 you know, on the piece. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I've done that before. Pretty good attacker. Pretty good at range. His trade's where he makes his money. And uh, that's all we're going to say about him. He's worth owning, period, not just for Avengers teams. Um, number five spot I'm going to give to the 100-point AVX Scarlet Witch. I think we've talked about her. Another piece we talked about a lot lately. You know, you know her trait, how she takes away opposing team abilities. You know her prob, support, and perplex all in the same power. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea, but apparently they did. They were like, "Hey, what, hey, what all support pieces exist in the game of Hero or powers exist in the game of Heroclix? Let's okay. give them her all." I want to ask this though. I haven't read a ton of stuff with Scarlet Witch in it. Is she always like the quintessential support for the team? Because every time I see her, she's like hex maging shit. Um. Well, the thing is, when we say support in hero clicks, we talk about manipulating the battlefield and manipulating people, True. and that's what she does. And yeah. she takes hex, she takes shots, she takes precision or psychic blast shot. They they represent her pretty well. I think. Okay. She does, they don't give her running shot, which is good because that's not what she does. Yeah. She kind of flies around, controls people either through mind con- like not necessarily mind control, but like 
Manip- like manipulation. She, that's what she deserves. It's just they make her a little too good I wanna see for one, her points. I want to see a Scarlet Witch that like manipulates positioning. So like she swaps two figures places or crazy stuff. Oh, you mean like TK that. like the 75 point version is? Except people don't use TK. If like they that. ever make another Dota 2 set, if they give a vengeful spirit, that that'd be that would be awesome. If you guys are interested on Scarlet Witch, um, I have a YouTube on our YouTube channel, I have her rules explanation video where I go in detail about her trait and certain situations that come up. Because this is a piece that you're going to play against a lot. Or play <laughs> with a lot. I play it extensively outside of AVX. I play it in AVX. There's just... It's good. She's stupid. Um, Donald Blake. <laughs> really? Number four. Donald although he could Blake. easily go in the number one slot, to be totally honest. Um, so, uh, the Donald number Blake. of games I've lost... Because this bat with zero points, mind you, because this bastard exists is frustrating. Donald Blake is only thirty-three points. Um, he is a medic. That's what he'd do. In fact, they wanted him to be so only a medic that they traded him where you can't mod his values and give like him that's a big negative for us. So you can't give him one damage to hit anybody. Oh but, darn! Oh no! Why would you need to modify that great attack value that he has? He has an eleven attack for a medic, which is just freaking sick. So if you're already on the high end with an expensive eighteen piece, oh no, you need an average roll. Listen, they changed support, so your attack values can't be modified. That doesn't affect this son of a bitch. He's still a douchebag, and he'll always be a douchebag. Wait, bag. did they change support? Support? Yeah. No, support's always been modified, uh, or at least since we've been I playing. Thought I didn't know that. So what the hell's the point of the combat value modification trait? No, it's so that, like I said, it's so that you can't give him d- damage to make an attack. Oh, gosh. A whole damage, huh? You asked what the point was. I'm telling you what the fucking point is. A whole is. damage? I'm not saying it's that hey, important. Hunter. What's this bastard missing? I don't know, a silver ring? The thing that's worse is, say you hit him with three damage and you're like, man, he's going to be dead. Or off of support, at least. He's going to have an eight attack. This mother... He has a fucking ten. It's okay, man. He has a ten attack his last click. Donald won't hurt you anymore, Drew. Ten attack, Because he's got a zero damage. I thought he heals, not hurts. (laughs) But Ten attack. Cover. I'm wondering why the hell Donald Blake of all people is the best medic in the game. Cancer doctors don't have an eleven attack. <laughs> first of all, well, that's because they fail all the time. First of all, oh. <laughs> first of all, he's a is he a surgeon or just a doctor? I can't remember. But that's just his alter ego. I didn't think he was an actual doctor. doctor. Hey, he's a doctor. He's Doctor Donald Blake. I mean, Doctor Strange is the best medic, maybe. But well, that's true. Doctor Strange is a surgeon. Has he, there been a Doctor Strange with support? I'm sure I think has. there's like one or two that has it on weird oh, clicks. Oh, um, uh, SI gets yeah, it. Yeah, doesn't he? Yeah. But um, anyways, what they he were saying is that even when you hit him for three, he still has good values, he still has support, and he can alter ego into three different doors, each of which provides you pretty good options. One of them starts with flurry, one of them starts with charge exploit, one of them uh, is the Asgardian blizzard, which controls the battlefield a little bit. And you know what's even dumber? The alter ego deals one damage to each adjacent opposing character. Oh, I forgot about that on top of that, actually. So, see, if your opponent sits down across from you and places this bastard on the table, the first thing is you hit this guy for four, and then you hit your opponent in the face for four for playing him. Jesus Christ. Uh, Donald Blake, yeah, I almost put him at number one, to be totally honest. Should have put him at number one. And then Sharon Carter at number two. Well, this next guy. Smokey Foot Cap is the only 
Silver Age piece that was better for the event at the event with the Avengers than uh, the rest of these guys. Smoky Foot Cap's only seventy-two points. First of all, Captain Americas in general are really stupid. Drew, good if this guy points. isn't like the flagship of your value store, okay. The thing about, <laughs> about Smoky Foot Cap is opening Drew. Here now. we go. The thing about with Drewster, he's a dick. <laughs> and okay, so seventy-two points. Let's. 72 points. What do you usually get for 72 points, Hunter? Um, uh, maybe a click or two of running shot, um, like a 10 attack, 2 damage, or 3 damage, and that's probably about it. This guy's yes. got 6 clicks. Imagine that, but with a fucking 18 energy shield. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to blow my speakers today. I'm. You're trying. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> If I had two, eighteen I energy shields, somebody put crack in its fucking milkshake. Early. I am not liable for any statements. Eighteen in it. Who thought? Why? I think he's just high on victory. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not the most stupid thing about this guy. Well, the most stupid thing is his deflection trajectory power. His line of fire is blocked only by walls and indoor blocking. Say, Hunter, are you standing in stealth? Yes. Well, guess what? I can still hit you. Hey, Hunter, are you standing behind blocking? Yes. Guess I can still hit you. Hey, Hunter, are you up the damn elevated cliff? Maybe. Guess I can still Hunter, hit you. Hunter, are you five elevated up? He <laughs> can still hit you. <laughs> yeah, that's what's a pain in the Are mind. you Is he five can... elevated up behind a phalanx of Are guards? you Black Manta behind water well, five elevated up? And, and see... The reason I go so gung-ho about being anti them putting um, busting blocking in the game yeah. and all that it's stuff because is... Because we don't want another captain. Well, speaker. it's the fact that we... Everybody knows how frustrating it is to deal with Cap. The only thing that's okay or like makes it tolerable is that he can't hit you that hard. Yeah, if you play on... But he, you can't retaliate against Cap. At least after Iron Man shoots you, you have a path to see him. But... But Iron Man and Cyclops and some future guys who they give, like Darkseid and people like that who are powerful who can shoot through, are hitting you for five and six at places that uh, above elevated, that should never be the case. You should never be able to ignore elevated hindering or elevated line. A lot of them don't ignore elevated. Unless you're like... I know, no. I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. Like, but that's the next step that's going to happen. I'll go ahead and call it out now. I do want to bring up that this son of a bitch has the shield keyword, and that measly three damage he deals for 72 points. You throw a couple shield snipers in there, which Drew talks about extensively in the great I, YouTube I, video. I hate... And all of a sudden, you have an 11 range smoky foot cap with six damage, shooting you through god dang near everything. I mean, like, there's He's, just... Why can we, can don't we go to the next figure, Hunter? 20, if, 20 bucks if you guys don't pick him up. Yeah, if you don't play this guy... Okay, if you don't want to win at, you know, AVX, if you got, like... Don't bulk, encourage them to play him, Drew. I'm just saying... Don't encourage them. All right, you guys, I'm we're, we're talking about something else. Chill out. 75-point <laughs> Chaos War Fast Forces Scarlet Witch. Why not 50? Um... She's okay at 52. She's better for her points at 75. Oh, That's true. The, the oh, I forgot she doesn't get TK. At so. 75, she gets TK, Perplex, Prob, and Mystic's team ability all on the same click. And that's all you really need to know. 75 points. Provides all that. Um, she also, what a lot of people forget is, for um, 
for a 75 or a 50 point, because at 50 points she has Psychic Blast, she can kind of hold her own if she needs to attack yeah. as well. Um, she's not quite Enchantress level in in counterattacking, but she's useful. And that's really the difference between her and Enchantress, <clears throat> is that Enchantress is a little more offensive, whereas Scarlet Witch is a little more supportive. Um, and, and then you also have the 50-point option. Both are, like Austin said, the 50-point option is good, too. And once again, you you're lose talking, the TK, but you pick up the barrier. Once again, so. you're talking about a set, a bunch of sets where the main starter figures are all factors of 25. Uh-huh. And it's great for just squeezing in there and she's, saying with the 75. Uh, she's, she's got options. If you want to be more of a you know offensive team, you play her 75. If you want to be a defensive team, play her 50. Yep. yep. She is expensive. She's going to be 40 50 bucks because of how good she is. And uh, because those Chaos War Fast Forces got bought up super quick because really of specifically her. Um, number one, I had to put him at number one. Just to... Even if he may not or may, may or may not deserve it over some of these other pieces. Uh, yeah. We had to give our main man, White Suit Iron Fist, the number one spot. Oh. 80 points. Fear itself, 007 Iron Fist. I was wondering what the hell you put at number one, and at least now I know at least there's a partial joke to it. It's not a joke. I mean, he... Had, I wouldn't say he's, like, a must-have on every Avengers team, though. No, he's top ten. He's yeah, top he is 10. top ten, definitely. Yeah, we I, we gave him the number one spot because yeah. he has a hold, holds a very special place in our heart here at Dialogue. Really? Like Drew said, it was a weekly segment there for a long there time. Ten whole, years from now, he will be on my value corner. Yeah, I was going to say, there's an aisle in Drew's value corner dedicated to... Just, like, yeah, you can... Dedicated make, to all Iron Fist. Iron Fist daily deal of, of the week. Yeah. There's a lot of good yeah. efficient Iron Fist. Um, this one in particular ignores basically everything on movement. He doesn't give a damn. Charges um, for the first five clicks, which is really all you need because his last two are just for region. And he's really hard to hit too. Seventeen reflexes, seventeen plus reflexes, and super senses. He doesn't give a damn. If you don't want to charge, if you've already rushed in, based them, they can't hit your 17 plus reflexes plus super senses. Next turn, you're rolling CCE. Oh, what's that on top of the CCE? When you use it and you have no tokens, if it, if your attack total is at least two greater than the defense, modify plus one damage. So put both of your CCE in your attack. All of a roll, sudden, it's a higher chance. To and get now it. you're doing plus one damage on top of that. So you got you just got a plus three on your CC instead of a plus two. And we've talked about it before. With like, I, I run by the personal rule of five, where I can I perplex or CC or RC into attack until it's a five to hit um, before I'll put anything in damage. And this that's why this figure was a boss for me because I guarantee the attack, and then I have a high chance to go ahead and get an extra damage out of it too. It's ridiculous for the points. And then if their ranger, if their ranged pieces kind of make a make a move moving around and are gonna blast you next turn, oh, who cares? I ignore characters. I'll just run away and hide behind this wall here for a while. Not just that, but like there's been so many situations where I've charged, blasted one figure, turned around, charged, blasted a different one. I mean, like he's really great for getting in there. And moving about as you need him to, and keeping your opponents on the on their toes, pretty much. And you know, ignoring character improved uh, movement, ignoring characters in general, so much is, better people expect. It, I was gonna say the thing is, and even I like notice it when I'm playing. I always forget about it if I'm if it's already if that figure is already basing somebody, and my opponent like it, say you have the Iron Fist. My brain says he's based, he's tied up, yeah. and you just you just forget about it naturally that he can. He can charge and hit you. In the words of Hunter Smith, oh, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Wait, did AVX Spidey not make this list? 
No, but I did really, really want to include him. He was speaking he, of characters that ignore characters and drive me freaking. Monkers. It was him versus the zero zero one Iron Man. I couldn't make my decision. I I had I Spidey have, and I took Iron Man. I put Iron Man in his place. I'm just yeah. Range teams are stupid. So so I tell you what, I'll let you boys mention two Avengers, two X Men. Anybody in particular that didn't make the cut, but you feel really deserves it. Make Black it Panther. really, really good. Black All right. Panther. Also wants to bring up Black Panther, and, and there's a reason that. Black Panther may have, back in the day, had a slight chance of making this spot, but I decided he didn't anymore. And I'll let you talk about why. Okay, so I love this 27-point Black Panther. Um, I've played him extensively. Um, He's got good keywords. Um, The big reason I love him, he's a 27-point outwit character with stealth, and his movement doesn't count towards your action total. So if you decide to play up a bunch of these smaller figures, like your Donald Blakes, your Sharon Carters, to push up that map total, most of your Avengers already don't count towards move total when they move. But all this guy's going to be doing is just moving or tying up anyway. So he's just like freely, oh, I got 27 points left to fill. Oh, I'm just going to throw Black Panther on there for extra outwit. And if your opponent takes the time to actually hit him, you kind of already have an advantage on there anyway. And I, I figure, I don't know, I just love him. Yeah, I agree. The 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 reason that I think he's lost a lot of stock in the last, um, I guess, year... Was the outwit. Is the exactly the outwit nerf that it used to be? You park this little twenty-seven point son of a bitch in stealth, and from ten squares away, he stays hidden and outwits your opponent's outwit, and now you control the pacing of the yeah. game. So once again, another not silver ring figure. So if you wanted to get particularly annoying, but the problem is outwit. It, it's not a problem. It's a good thing. Outwit and perplex and prop got changed to six range, and now he's not as good because from six squares. You can move in and charge and hit him one time and knock him off about wit. And and also didn't bring up his number is um, Infinity Challenge 085. If you guys want to look him up or Universe 106, same figure, just a reprint. Um, is there one uh, X Men you would like to bring up? Um, actually, I'm gonna go with Phoenix Five Cyclops. Okay. Um, Phoenix Five Cyclops is a really good overall piece. Um, he's expensive for his points. He's but he's got some good capabilities. Um, I prefer him. I think it is lower point value. Um. He starts with a Pulse Wave. He has Range Combat Expert for 150. Power Cosmic. X-Men Team Ability, of course, which we've already talked about extensively. Um, so he has a 9 range. You running shot 5 out, that's a 14 effective range. Um, or if you want a Pulse Wave, that's a 5-5 five, five for 4 damage. And then on top of that, you run him with some of these cheap TK pieces. Oh gosh, I want to move him 8 out. How do you hide from that? And then all of a sudden he's... Or he can RCE if you're already within range. He drops down onto Invincible from Invul after one hit. He's kind of, he's a really short dial for 150. And that's risky. But I, I really love him. He's got Pinsai. He's got... Um, he loses move and attack um, pretty quickly. And he has support on his second and third clicks. Um, his traits, though, are also ridiculous. Um, adjacent friendly characters, the X-Men keyword, get plus one attack. Opposing characters of the Avengers keyword modify their attack values minus one. There's no restriction on that. So, like, opposing characters anywhere minus one attack. Oh, wait, Donald Blake wouldn't be affected by that because his... Gosh, dang it, screw Donald Blake. Not when he used support. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Um, I, I like him a lot for 150. Um, he's a risky choice because we've talked before, playing one big piece like this for 150 is risky when he gets blasted. But he's got a pretty solid dial until his last two clicks. Um, he's got good capabilities, and that trade is really good for this. Drew, is there any Avenger in particular or X-Men in particular you'd like to honorable mention? Mm, I don't know. It's rough, man. 
Um, Avengers movie Nick Fury's not bad. Um, he, uh... Friendly characters possessing the shield team ability begin, who begin an action adjacent next to Fury can use the initiatives and initi- uh, Avengers initiative uh, team ability for that action. So basically you can see through stealth a little bit better. He's not top 10, but he's a good shout out. As for X-Men... Oh boy. I don't know, man. You guys... Uh, I'll, t- I'll say a couple while you guys... While you're thinking of an X-Men. Um... Chaos War Wasp almost made the... Yeah, oh, I was actually, shocked she didn't. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking... She is one of my personal favorites, but I felt like she was a little bit... Nitchy. Off of... Ma- no, no, she's not nitchy. I mean, when is in cap plus one True. bit, not good. But, I don't know, let's ask Shocker. <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing is, I guess she is really good. She did almost make the cut. It's just there's so many good Avengers pieces, I, t- mm. I took her off. And there's so many good cheap Avengers pieces, too. Um, another, uh, speaking of Nick Fury's, if, if we're going old school and we're going Silver Age... Are you going Silver I don't Avengers? think he has Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, the He best, doesn't have it. The best Nick Fury... Oh, he doesn't have Avengers keyword. Yeah. Good point. My bad. Thank God. Um, there was one other Avengers piece that I almost chose besides Wasp, and let me see if I can bring it up here... Oh, by the way, that Wasp is uh, Chaos War 030, if you guys want to pick her up. She's only, it says $5 in there. I think she's really only like 3 or 4 Um, Movie Hulk. Uh, I almost, well, the thing oh, about Movie, Movie Hulk, Hulk is he's very expensive to play. Yeah. He's like two fifty five. Yeah, he is two fifty five. But he don't care about shape change. He don't care about anything. He, he yeah. don't care that he's across the map. Oh, here's people. an object. Hi, here's a swing. So, if you're playing in big points games, you could use him, but he's not easy to fit on teams. And Avengers and teams take is... a lack TK outside of Scarlet Witches. Yes, exactly. And he's, um... Well, you can... Yeah, you can TK Giants, can't you? No, you can't TK Giants. So you couldn't TK him anyway? Nope. But, um, he, he gets plus one to break away, so you could try to get away with him if you, uh... If you do run and hit somebody, get pluses to break away, run back to Donald Blake... Heal him up. Yep. Someone who we forgot was Gambit from Wolverine. Oh, Gambit. Nah, he he's not top ten. I know, but he's I'm good. just saying he deserves honorable, honorable mention. mention. You can honorable mention him. You got an X Men left. Here you go, buddy. The only problem I have with him having played him was that stealth really shuts him down. If that was stealth running shot top dial, he might have made the cut. I'll say that. Um, Gambit from Wolverine X Men zero thirty one stealth running shot. No, it's just, oh, it's just stealth. It's just stealth. Yeah. I thought you meant no, no stealth. I was like, hold on. Um, he can toss light objects. Remember, when you running shot now, or remember that throwing um, objects is an action. So you can, instead of doing your... Um, it, 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 when you running shot, you'll choose throwing the object as your action. And since you just did a ranged combat action, you get an energy, energy explosion. And so if you throw the light object, you're throwing it at 8 range. You're dealing, from his trait, you're dealing plus 2 attack and plus 2 damage. And that is on top of the energy explosion, which has freaking 3 bolts. Mm-hmm. So you now have, and he has perplex on top of that. So if you purpose damage to a 4, you're running shot with an 11 attack, throw a light object 8 squares out, you hit somebody for 4, and then you deal, or sorry, you, you hit him for... Four plus two, so six damage on the target, and then three bolts plus two, so five damage on each person next to them. That's nuts. 
Or you can split up the bolts, hit two separate um, groups of people, and just deal mega buku tons of freaking damage. Gamut's sweet. He's, he's done The only thing that keeps him from being mentioned is that top dial he doesn't have the running shot. And that's yeah. a little disappointing. Um, other than that, that's going to do it for us today. We do have some community to talk about. Community! First of all... Um, let's do our feature dial of the week. The assignment for week one was um, build us a duo character that is, a, first of all, only from DC or Marvel, and that had that is a um, couple, couple like a it was our Valentine's Day, and we haven't done the grades yet, but we will go over one of the dials that we have so far liked in particular, and we'll probably get a good score. And that will be Swagnito, of of course. He's he turns in great dials to us, as do a lot of our people. Um, Swagnito, especially is and especially because he did one of my favorite characters. <laughs> oh, really? Go figure. He did Psylocke and Phantom X, and then he has Cluster on there on top of that because this represent their relationship is during this past Uncanny X Forces book, where at the end of Rick Remender's run, not to spoil things, um, but. Cluster is separated from one of Phantom X's brains. Cluster is one of Phantom X's kind of alter, person, alternate personalities, basically. And it's actually a female side of his brain. And Psylocke and Cluster and Phantom X are all in this love, love triangle. This weird fucked up love triangle. Considering two of them are Phantom X. And, but not only is the character really cool, this dial is really cool. First of all, it has four bolts. Because it's three different, you know, characters, and Phantom X always hold two guns, so that makes sense. Four bolts; they each have one shot. And Phantom X has two. Blast ring with this thing. Two hundred and thirty-two points, so he makes him expensive, but it's worth his points. Assassin, martial artist, X Force, X Men, weapon X keywords. Four bolt. Forgot that existed. Improved movement, ignore hindering and elevated, and characters. Traded whatever your heart desires. This is especially really cool. At the beginning of the game, choose an object on the map. And that you could choose relics for that, which is kind of the flavor of what this goes for. Or you could choose objects. Once per game, you can give this character a power action to remove the object from the game. If you do, modify their attack and damage values plus one for the rest of the game when using the duo attack ability. And what that represents is one of the key arcs and what kind of sets things in motion when um, they're basically Psylocke wants certain things and... Phantom X and Cluster are kind of like competing and stealing yeah. for uh, Scylla. Um, she has another trait, or they have another trait. Uh, they can use Sharpshooter, which totally makes sense, especially for Phantom X. When they KO an opposing character, give them an action token. Um, and that's for non-lethal infiltration. And that's something that Psylocke in general tries to do, not necessarily Phantom X, is to not kill people. Because you still... While she works with the X Force teams and stuff like that, she still tries to maintain being a good, you know, person, and that's kind of how she's brought up her Captain Britain, her brother. Um, misdirection and manipulation. They can use stealth, mind control, shape change. When they succeed on shape change, you can place them in any square of hindering within range line of fire. When they use mind control, modify attack plus one. When targeting a character who didn't target them with the character uh, with an attack since your last turn. And then menage a weapon trays. <laughs> they can use outwit. Give them a double power action. They can be given any two range combat actions as free actions. 
targeting up to three characters with each action and may use outwit a second time in between the actions. Now that's something we have never seen. We've never seen an an outwit be able to be used during an action. Yeah, there's that Mage Knight piece that allows you to use like sidestep between flurries, but we've never seen an outwit or a perplex or something like that between action. Um what the and another thing this thing does is remember, when you use duo attack, you typically only get one bolt. So yeah. doing this double power action, this is basically a double power action special duo attack. Um, they also have precision strike, by the way, on that on these particular clicks usually. So you give them two shots, three bolts on each with precision strike and three damage, so you can deal dish one you know damage to each character, and they get to use outwit twice. Not only do they get to use outwit twice, they get to take their shots. Then outwit and then take their shots again. Mm-hmm. That's really, really good and really, really cool. I love this dial, but this one's really, really good. But the thing is, first of all, it's 232 points. There's just a shit ton of points. Yeah. And also, when they KO somebody, you have to give them an action token. Okay. I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't which, I was thinking about it. If you if you use the, the double power action, if, you, if you're tactical with them, you won't ever have to worry about that. Because if yeah. you give them a double power action... And they, you kill somebody on that action, doesn't matter. You're going to take two tokens, you can't take another one anyway. But I thought this was a special... There were a lot of good dials this oh, yeah. week. As I we, even wanted to submit one. I was sitting there looking at... I was trying to do an Xavier uh, Moira Taggart um, dial, but I couldn't come up with a design I liked. There's always... Of course, it's always extremely hard to pick what... You know, and grade these things, because we have so many good dial designers Especially in our duos. contest. <laughs> and, um, but I really like this one. A, because it's comic accurate, and B, because it... it through some, it was some things. weird tricks that were really cool. Yeah, it has some trick. It feels very, fam- very accurate to the characters with the sh- with uh, Phantom X and Shape Change and Mind Control and Stealth from uh, Psylocke, and the Outwit double power action type thing is something is a really cool, unique power that we haven't seen yet. And C, he balances it. He balances it by making it quite a few bit of points. And by giving them a caveat of when they KO, they have to take an extra token. So he tries to make an effort to balance the piece out without having it be just balls to the walls insane, like some people tend to do when they make dial design. Um, our question of the week, and you guys can chime in on this. What is your most anticipated Superman Legion of Superhero figure mm. and, and to play? Um, and I'll let you do top. You guys do top three since that's kind of a big question. Uh, hi, Father. I mean, I think that's that's on almost everyone's top three list somewhere. I'm sure. But you personally to play like that what is one I'm actually really looking forward to play. Um, I I like his style a lot. I like uh, a lot of the abilities they've given him. Like they just built a really solid support piece that I'm personally looking forward to trying out. Um, second, which is one that's already out, would be the Gravity Feed Science Police. I really really want to play them. Um, I haven't collected enough of them to play a proper team with them yet. But we already went over them when we went over the gravity feed thing and why they're so good being police um, and all that other... They just have so many good... Their enhancement, their police. Um, they get the outwit down dial for 45 points. I mean, they're great. Um, I don't know what my third figure would be yet. Drew, any ideas? Top three? Yeah. Um, Riddler Prime, probably <laughs> number one. Really? Edward Nigma. Uh, you you probably know, I'm a pretty big Riddler fan. Um, I love his dial. I love everything about him. It's probably gonna be one of my most played pieces, so be aware of that. 
And, uh, yeah, I just... No. I know you're excited for that Grundles. Solomon Grundy, my man. Main set or Fast Forces? Both. Yeah, that's true. They do both look good, especially the main set, though. Main set's just sick. Like, three red... You just keep bringing the guy back, and he just don't die. Um, third, I don't know, probably a tie between Mordrew and, um, everyone else, and I'm really looking forward to this set. Everyone. Everyone's on my list. I got my third piece. Huh? The Gravity Feed Amethyst. I've been oh. looking at her, I really like her dial. Um, I liked Amethyst as a character for the short time she was in JL Dark. Um, she has the Justice League keyword, so she can work on JL Dark teams. And, like, and she's got a great dial and a great combination of stuff that I'm really looking forward to trying out. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to second Drew's Edward Nigma. I also am a big Riddler fan and a big fan of this piece in general. Controls the board. It's a wild card. Has freaking one of the best effing mind controls in the game. Mm. Can use mind control and shape change when he uses it. After actions resolve, hit characters are given up to two action tokens. Are you nuts? They don't deal pushing damage, but still. Seriously? Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh no. I can't deal pushing damage. Like, in not only in cap on mind control, but two tokens in cap on mind control. Yep. There's nuts. Never a bad Riddler. Never. And then, um, yeah, it has some other goodies throughout his style. Um, and I also like the really uh, yeah. comic accurate fact that he switches into a sudden charge blades with yeah. his uh, staff, the blade and a, his staff. Uh, that's just probably in Battle Fury, like yeah. he just flips the fuck out. Yeah, right because Batman figured out his riddle and he's <laughs> yeah. fucking pissed. And, he's... <laughs> and then later, and, and then he goes back into somewhat of a finesse piece. I also way. like how he has his trait where he ignores Hendrix. Henry Terrain when drawing lines of fire to characters who didn't move during their last turn. Um, he's up there for me. Another one of my top ones to play it, or looking forward to is uh, Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle for sure. He's a very finesse piece. He, he's all finesse and board control. This, this mm-hmm. dude is the definition of finesse and board control, and that's what I love pieces like that. Yep. I also like this character. the reason I'll be running a lot of precision strike. He has great keywords. He has JLI and Justice League and New Gods, and I'm just really hoping that they put out more of the Beyond pieces so I can finally run like a full Justice League Beyond, Batman Beyond set you know, team somehow in a big points game. Uh, for some reason, I didn't even notice he had JLI. And he's a big step in the right direction. I, I love his dial. I love the character. I this can't is a really well-crafted dial, and they did a great job on it. This whole set is looking to be extremely I know, good. It, and I, honestly, it's kind of like Iron Man, except better. It's an apology because, for Teen Titans. Because I didn't really see it coming. Teen Titans wasn't bad, though. Teen Titans wasn't. It wasn't bad, but it was a power slump on a lot of stuff. I felt like... Um, this is, I mean... I think High Father's up there for me. The thing is, I'm not ex- super excited to play High Father because I, I already know he's going to be really stupid. And we already know we're going to be stuck playing against him. I already know he's going to be really stupidly good. I know Bizarro's going to be really stupidly good, and I'll definitely like him. Um, and I'll prim- play him. Prime or Normal Cheetah, both of them I'm actually kind of wanting to try out. As far as personal want to play, though, I'd say it's Mr. Miracle, um, Edward Nigma, and Stargirl. Because I like how Star Girls plays That's a lot. True. I like, I just like her dial. I think it's very well well crafted and very well created, and it's always very useful. I really like that Lex Luthor too. And I like how she can be. Oh yeah, oh yeah he does look good too. And we'll talk about these pieces when we spoil the set, so we don't need to go too much. Oh, time. we're gonna talk about all of them. Um, so that gives you an idea. What else we got on community? 
Um, oh, speaking of dial design, before we move on from that, um, the assignment for week two is, again, like the duos, it's a little bit focused. Oh, first of all, well, damn, I'm jumping all over the place. Let's give the assignment for week two real quick. Like the assignment for week one, it's a little bit restrictive where you had to do a duo. On this one, you have to make us a tiny size character. Now, since that's very restrictive, there's not a whole lot of options for DC and Marvel. I'll also accept indie comics. Um, now, by tiny size character, you don't mean I want a pint-sized Batman. Exactly. It needs to make <laughs> sense. You can do one. Just don't expect a good score. You can do whatever <laughs> if there, you want. If there's a comic-accurate example. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Just you know, don't expect a good score. Um, DC, Marvel, or indie on, that, on this week's. And it will be due by February 22nd, which is a Saturday. Yeah, get creative um, with this one, guys. Like, this isn't one of those, like... I mean, like, you should always be creative, but this is one of them where you guys have an opportunity to do some really fun stuff. So I, I really want to see what people come up with with this so, one. Going back to the most anticipated question real quick, I forgot to say what the community answered, which is the most important part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, almost everybody said either Solomon Grundy or Bizarro. Those are the two big answers. Well, of course. Of course, they... Uh, Bizarro looks freaking nuts and probably going to be meta. Actually, I he pretty much he's going to be meta. Piece. He's a horde token. High Father is going to not only be meta, probably shape the meta. But we'll talk about that on another podcast. Um, yeah, Grundy and Bizarro were big answers. A couple people said Mordru, which is also looks really fun to, uh, as well. And we talked about Mordru before. See, I'm kind of withholding my joy for Mordru until I see what the other versions are like. I still liked the one that we already spoiled though. It looks yeah. really fun. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, oh, there is a, a super qualifier in ROC in Kentucky coming up. Uh, Big Bang Toys. You can get um, info for this on HC Realms on the ROC. And the reason I bring up this super qualifier in particular is the the guys that are going are um, that are running it are some guys that have sent us questions and uh, and chimed in on stuff on the podcast before so i wanted to support them and also they sent us an invite and asked us if you know if we wanted to go and we're wanting to know if we were heading out and uh we won't i i'm on call that week we won't be gone personally but a, a friend of ours and a friend of the podcast and and a future uh co-host you know guy who will be with us in the future on some episodes is harry dempsey he'll be making his way out there so you guys make sure you treat him good treat him I like treat him good us. i mean destroy him yeah make sure you kick his ass pretty well um, <clears throat> so if you guys are in, if you're in the area or you don't mind traveling down to Kentucky, go to hcrums.com, go to the ROC unit section and check out that event at Big Bang's Toys on March 8th. Um, other than that, that's pretty much it. We didn't get any email questions this week. We got a ton of them last week. And this, don't love us anymore, this week we're going to talk about movies. Oh no. I actually have a big piece of news that I don't know if you guys saw or not. Um, there's a Black Widow movie that's not confirmed for production by Marvel, but an inside source has been talking about it, that they are trying to work a Black Widow movie into production. Mm. Which, Black Widow has carried her own comic once or twice to good effect. Mm. I don't know if... It's gonna be iffy. If they do a really good, like, spy thriller movie with Black Widow, I think they could pull it off. But, I don't know if Scarlett Johansson can pull it off. I... You know, she takes a lot of shit. I think she does a pretty good job, personally. Yeah, she is not a bad player. In the, I, I like her in the movies. She's not perfect. She's not Tony Stark as Iron Man. Or, um, Tony Stark uh, R, 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 Iron Man. She's not RDJ. 
You know what I mean. She's I not RDJ as Iron Man, like, literally born to RDJ, do that. RDJ, Tony Stark, same difference. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he is born to do that role. He, she, She's not that, but I think she does a pretty damn good job, personally. Yeah. My um, big issue with her has always been, I felt like she was an attempted shoe-in of, like, star power as opposed to an actual good choice for the role. And I, I don't know. We'll have to see. She's taking a bigger role in Winter Soldier, and from the trailers and everything I've seen, she looks really great in it. So uh, I'm going to see, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for that movie. Yeah. Me and Ricky are just sitting there like jumping for joy. Like, I'm not a big Cap fan. I've made this clear in the past. Really? I, so, He's still butthurt after Civil War. <laughs> no, I'm butthurt they put him on the Illuminati. Yeah, I was pretty That was a terrible decision. Well, he wasn't really on, you know. We, I, he's not Illuminati. You broke the Infinity Gauntlet, Hunter. In my book, he's not Illuminati. You know. He's the reason Infinity happened. The reason Thanos came to Earth. Thanks a lot, Obama. I mean, Cap. Close enough. <laughs> oh, God. Ricky's going to kill us. <laughs> we just converted uh, Cap. To literally, Obama. I'm waiting for him to kick in this door behind me and be like, the hell did you just say? <laughs> anyway, Winter Soldier is looking really good. There's a lot of rumors circulating around the plot that are sounding really good, if even one of them is true. Um, and it supposedly is going to set up straight into Age of Ultron. So I am hype about this movie. Um, as I said, me and Ricky have been jumping for joy, speculating back and forth. There's some good stuff. There's some good characters that are going into it. Um, we get to see Falcon, which the trailers have given a lot of love to Falcon lately. And he looks awesome Who's in Who's playing Falcon? I don't remember his name. What, what, what else was he in? Because you know who would make a good Falcon? My favorite martial artist, actor Michael of all Jai time. Michael Jai White, baby. Yeah. Also, GSP is Batrock. Oh, well. Well. We forgot all about that. He's the perfect Batrock, too, man. <laughs> um, oh, the reason, another main reason we're talking about movies today is I finally saw Thor Dark World last night. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on the movie? Um, it's mm-hmm. my favorite so far. I, it was good. I enjoyed it. I didn't have any major qualms with it. That was pretty much why I felt like it was, was pretty overhyped. It was solid overall. It was overhyped by my friends, by really? you guys and other people I talked to. Yes. Who were like, oh, this is, you gotta watch it. It's so, so good. It's so good. It was pretty good. It wasn't. Uh, That's so, so good. Like, personally, Avengers is better, even though the story is a little bit weak. Uh, first of all, the story, well, of, the, the story of Thor Dark World, <laughs> it's fucking shit. We we the, I know I agree. the yeah. story was crap. That was god awful. They don't explain anything of what's you know really going on physics wise. It makes no fucking sense. But let's get off um, that topic. I, Anthony Mackie's playing Falcon. Okay, he he'll do he'll do okay. Um, I don't. While I understand why that the everything that takes place in Asgard and the nine realms in these movies is more futuristic, more like. Battlestar Galactica tech instead of actual Marvel comics like looks like Lord of the Rings well, style more the fights tech style, aren't they? is well it's also because this is modern day and the average comic reader wants to read it like it is in the comics but the average person who watches these movies wants to see that well yeah like even me though when I'm reading comics it is kind of weird sometimes when you have like Thor crossing paths with aliens. Like, and Thor's wearing, like, classic armor and everything. Or, like, you see, like, a chariot from Asgard. Just... But that's part of... Yeah. We understand and don't have... And we actually like it as comic book people. Or at least I do. I wouldn't say I like it. I tolerate it. It's... Really? You it's know, what I don't it is, really like man. the Clash. 
I don't know. It's, it's just great, I... though. It lets you know that there's, like... You know, there's Asgard, and then there's all these other universes. I kind of like how they are kind of pushing... I, I don't like how hot, how heavy they push the sci-fi feeling of Asgard. I feel like Dark World pushed it a little too much. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I do like... I like how they are taking that angle a little bit, where it is technology and magic um, together as one. The guy who played Malekith does an okay job. Pretty pretty good job. Um, I feel like my big, my only real issue was that I felt like some of the fight scenes were just weird. My big issue was Malekith wasn't Malekith. Mm-hmm. Malekith wasn't... See, I haven't read anything on Malekith. Anymore. Malekith was more, in this movie, he's, he's very... He's controlled... He's he's controlled and kind of quiet, for lack of a better word, and concentrated. Whereas Thor, comic Malekith, is batshit insane, but is also batshit insane genius. Like, de- deceptive, crazy, almost like the Joker... Is in Batman a little bit, so where like a, where he's kind of crazy and wild, but he, you know he's really smart and he proves it, you know, through things that are going who's on. Who's the brother of Black Bolt? Maximus. Maximus? No, not not quite. He's more crazy than Maximus. Okay. Like Maximus is a scientist. Yeah, so Maximus. Like is... like, like is just ruthless and crazy and kills his own guys to kills his own basically commits genocide on his own freaking race to prove points. Like I would make a Fallout New Vegas reference, but Austin wouldn't get it. <laughs> but I. While the guy who played him did well, I didn't like... I would have rather had Malekith the way he is in the comics, because I really like Malekith. Um, I'm hoping... I I really like Chris as Thor. Of course, he does a good well, yeah, job. Yeah, he's probably... Uh, What's-her-face was tolerable in this one. <laughs> What's-her-face? Uh, Natalie Portman was tolerable. Cat Dennings was funny. Um, she had some, I feel like she wasn't as forced in this movie. Yeah, she had in the some, first movie. She felt really pushed in there. She had good lines. The scientist guy is hilarious. They make, they write some good um, some good little moments for him. And um, the story, but the story overall was weak. Um, Tom with uh, Huddleston's great as Loki. I did like the whole Loki aspect of everything. I did like him being captured and um, the whole thing with him and Freya and him. Putting on the facade that he doesn't care about, um, he doesn't care about his mother's death, and when all the shit's going down, you think he doesn't really care. But then when he lets down his charm, you realize like he's distraught and he's wrecked the room, yeah. and he's like he really did really they care did, about his mom. Like, I do say this is probably like honestly, this is probably the best Loki movie we've gotten so far. Yeah, I liked him quite a bit in it. He does a great job as an actor, and I thought that his part of it was well written. That part was a big scene for. That was probably my favorite part of the movie, honestly. If you, I if know I it really sounds think weird. About, no, if I think about it, I, I think I agree. I think overall, I, <laughs> I think Loki's like transition throughout the movie was probably the best journey story part of it. Like, I don't want to say I didn't care about like Thor versus Malekith, but really, I wasn't watching it for the overarching plot, and I wasn't like engrossed in it. I was more so like, to be honest, I was watching it like looking for little hints of like what was to come and stuff like that. Another thing I hated: they cast these great people as the Warriors Three. Mm, not in it at all, really. In it for a total of what? Fucking two minutes total screen time? That like, really what's did the upset point? Me. What is the point? Unless they better be like all in and the main thing in the next door movie, or what is the point? Why did you put? Why did you put these great actors? First of all, the chick who plays Sif is hot, and the first thing I thought of when I saw her, even though I already know Wonder she's Woman. Wonder Woman, is she looks she's like a Wonder Woman. Woman. I thought she is. No, who's going to be? That's Wonder who Woman. everyone wanted to be. She should be. 
She can't. Obligation. She has a perfect face. It's feminine, but it's strong. Her yeah. jawline is her jawline is guyish, but girlish at Hunter, the same time. are we gonna time. open your door and see posters of Jamie Alexander everywhere? She's fucking hot, but she she looks like Wonder Woman to They're me. Not Jamie Alexander. What's her name? I don't know her what her name is, but Jamie Alexander. That chick, <laughs> that chick is is looks just like Wonder Woman. She's short, of course, since it's Wonder's name is on, but still. I think she would make a great Wonder Woman. And, and I, her acting, I think the whole internet agrees with you. Her acting, was, while she wasn't in the movie a whole lot, was great. The time she was in it was great. But so, the one but, thing I did like was the <coughs> Asgardian interaction, like Freya and Sif and all them, like the little times when it's just like Asgardians hanging out and stuff was really well done. I want to make one point, though. Um, I think the Hogan thing was a Chekhov's gun. Where Hogan shows up at the beginning, they show him for a millisecond towards the end, I feel like for some reason that's going to end up playing out to be important. Because there's no reason for them just to throw him in there and then... Yeah. Well, Andy even mentions, because that's one of the first scenes in the movie, uh, is Hogan, is the battle with the Cronin Stone Giant. First of all, it was yeah. awesome. And if the trailers hadn't ruined it all. No, see, I don't watch trailers, so it doesn't ruin things for me. So, yay. That was like the center point of every freaking trailer. So, um, they they make a point of the, the viewer... Catching, it is Jamie Alexander. You're going. Oh, it is? It is. Hogan is going on some little thing that's going on in this realm, and Thor wishes him good luck and like asks if he should help. And like they make a point of talking about what's going on with Hogan and that. And then they abandon area, it, and then, he shows and then they abandon it. So I was like, well, this must be part of the movie later, but it wasn't. See, what it was I'm, for a split second. Here's but my, it really wasn't. Here's my hope for Thor three. I'm I'm honestly kind of tired of all these movies like being about. Earth's falling apart and everyone's going to die. With Thor, I want to go on these like big journeys. I want to see a journey through the realms. I want to see Hogan and Thor Hell. fighting the minion, uh, fighting Hela or fighting Surtur. Hell, the title of first Thor's first book had journey in it. Yeah. So. I mean, like, I feel like I'm really hoping Thor three is an epic, like, medieval I've, quest kind of story. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Thor three should be kind of like a Lord of the Rings movie yes. in the fact that exactly. that's what I'm saying. That's what I thought because that's what the book's about. It's we about get, going on this big adventure and like we get more Warriors three out of it. <coughs> we get a lot more Asgardian, and we get to step away from Earth for one damn moment in the Marvel universe. All I gotta do is take the second arc of Thor: God of Thunder, and make it into a movie. It would be perfect. Yeah. I, I think my biggest complaint is there were no damn dwarfs. And I'm so tired of them shitting on the dwarfs. I want... But I, I, that pissed me off. I really liked the guys who they who they had for Sif Hogan and Volstag and Fandral. Fandral's Although great. Fandral's person Although changed. Fandral is in it a little bit more than the rest of yeah. them, slightly. Yeah. But I was like, I like these guys. I like who they casted. I like their costumes. I like how they're portrayed. Heimdall had some great parts, too. And then, that well, Heimdall was my favorite part. First of all, Idris is the, Idris the best Alma, character yeah. on the wire. Or I liked him the best on oh, the yeah. wire. Oh, um, yeah. He was my favorite character on the wire, but uh, he's a great actor. And he's been in a lot of movies lately, so he's getting a lot of work. If you haven't seen it, go watch The Wire, seriously. Who hasn't seen The Wire by this point? You haven't seen The Wire. I haven't seen The Wire. It's the best TV show ever made. Okay. It literally is the best TV show ever made. There's no better. Anyways. None. I think this opinion changes weekly. This is the best game ever. This is the best show ever. This is the best movie well, ever. Well, you How wouldn't know because you don't watch them. The Wire came out five years ago. It was like the last season. Well, then give it another five years and I'll have seen it. Oh, okay. you're so... <laughs> but anyways... I enjoyed it overall, but I it's down towards the bottom for me on... Um, I liked it better than Iron Man 3, that's for damn Marvel sure. Marvel Studio. Well, yeah, but 
I still like. I still think my favorite Marvel movie. It's gonna be the Avengers. Uh, I think Iron Man one. I liked Iron Man one a lot. And More two. than the Avengers though. Avengers story is balls. Okay, and I'm. I don't care. I guess. Still I guess Avengers. Aven- Avengers is good. Listen, my problem with Avengers though. Cap was really good. No, there is no. Right. Listen, listen. There is no problem with the Avengers. It completely changed the superhero movie forever. It will. That's fine. No, but no. Judging there... it as a movie, no. I no. feel like I felt like there no. were a ton of deleted scenes that weren't included I in the movie. I feel like no. Yes, the movie was <laughs> that's felt just so like short and rushed. Your opinion, man. Yeah, that's just like your opinion. I'm talking to you. Drew. No, my opinion's right. It's the thing. <laughs> and yours is wrong, Austin. So also, I don't get why people hate on Iron Man two so much because it sucks. I liked to do it. A lot. No, it was okay. I, honestly, I like. Honest. I think as far as Marvel Studios movies, like that, not like the X Men, the Spider Man movies and stuff. I think my favorite Marvel movie is still Iron Man One, though. Listen, you got all superhero movies from well, the yeah, beginning of time have been about one superhero, one singular superhero, and then they somehow made a movie where everyone gets equal time, everyone's important, and. They made it into an amazing movie. Note and to self: Next time you roofie Drew's drug, make sure or drink. Make I'm sure telling you, put you somebody put there. something in his drink today. No, I meant to put the lost. downers, not the uppers. Damn it! <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> or he's still high on victory. <laughs> he is. He's high on victory. Okay, sorry. I won't so talk. here, okay, we're just fucking with you. So talk. if you could pick any like Avengers related hero to get a movie, who would it be? Avengers related. Like any Iron Fist. Well, Iron Fist is getting a Netflix TV show, if I recall, isn't he? I don't care what he's getting; he's a movie. Well, they're doing they're doing all the Heroes for Hire's Netflix shows, and they're going to do well. They're well, doing them as the Defenders. They're doing them as the Defenders. They're each getting one, and then they're doing a Defenders movie of all of them. Um. Hmm. Oh, while we're on the topic of movies, not to derail your thought, thought and bring it, remind me to bring it back up a second. <laughs> Did you guys know that the new Human Torch is black? Did no. you guys... Okay. So the other day, I don't remember what the hell I was looking at that brought me to this, but I was on IMDb, and I was looking at this guy, this kid. He was in The Wire for a couple episodes. He was in... Um, Who was he? Uh, he's the main black dude kid on Chronicles. Chronicle, the movie. I still need to see that. Okay. He he's the main friend, the black friend on Chronicle. Then I notice on IMDb it says he's going to be Human Torch in production. I'm like, you know, the f- why is Human Torch black? Like I know we already had the, the pe- Nick Fury fiasco, but why is Human Torch see, black? Though, I can kind of, I it's not a big deal to me for like Human or not Human Torch, but for Nick Fury or something like that. But Human Torch, part of it is that he is the brother of. Are they, yeah. Storm, Are they yeah. all going to be black? I mean, what's the deal here? Like, not that we, of course, have a problem with race. Like, we're racist, but let's stick to what these people actually are. If it's Luke Cage, I want Luke Cage to be black. No, Luke Cage <laughs> should obviously be a Mexican. sheep farmer if from Alabama. If, if it's Blade, it needs to be Wesley Snipes. I mean, <laughs> there is, what, there's no other actor. He does Wesley Snipes. That's what he looks like. I don't want my human torso to be black. I don't want my Luke Cage to be white. I mean, let's... What the hell? Like, the thing is, like, Nick Fury was, like, Samuel L. Jackson pulled it off. So, I mean, got lucky. But well, they, well, they based him on it. Ultimate. Yeah, yeah they ultimate based him on black. Ultimate's Nick Fury. Which, which was based makes on Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> exactly, which makes it um, forgivable. It's yes, not yeah. desirable, but it makes it forgivable. And then they wrote Nick Fury Jr. into the main 
you know. Now I can see world. like Firestorm or something because he is half black. Half white. Well, if they do Firestorm, they'll probably do both. Yeah. They'll do two actors. But anyways, I just want to bring that up before I forgot. Um, if I could have any other Avengers-based character have a movie made around them, my yeah, my other favorite characters in the Avengers besides the ones that already have movies would be Iron Fist. It's got to be Iron Fist. A full Iron Fist movie. What about you, yeah. Austin? Um, or Hawkeye. Or Hawkeye. Hawkeye would be a good movie if they did it right. Although, yeah. I don't Everyone know. hates Jeremy Renner, though. They I have... love Jeremy Renner. Really? That's all I ever hear is how people hate the Hawkeye in Avengers. Well, he didn't get much time. He was mind-controlled for half the damn movie. Yeah, he was mind-controlled. I just liked him. how... Like I said, Avengers... I don't know... I think it's going to be the best Marvel movie for a little bit. At least. I don't think you can name me one right now that's better. Or a one. No, it's not better. <laughs> it's not. Alright, man. It's hard. That's a hard choice, though. Hawkeye would be a good one. Um, the best Marvel movie, you said? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was going to say See, it's not the best Superman. I mean, like, all the ones I name are already getting them. I mean, you get Doc Strange, you got Black Panther, which... Black Panther's going to be an interesting movie. I'm wondering how they're, like, how well they'll pull that off. I do like Black Panther quite a bit. See, the things about... My thing is, my favorite Marvel characters have little to no affiliation with the Avengers. So, like, for me... Well, I'm more so saying characters that would eventually tie back into the main... I know what you're saying. I'm just thinking, like, for me, like, my favorite Marvel characters are... Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and a lot of X-Men people. If they just get the It's not Cap and Iron Man and... Not not that I don't like them. They're just not my favorite. If they just let Marvel Studios do a Fantastic Four movie. uh, Heroes for Hire movie would be cool. Like, Um, I I like all those characters. From what I understand, and here's here's the way they're setting it up. On Netflix, they're doing series for each each of the Heroes for Hire characters. But they're calling them Defenders. And they're, then they're doing the Doctor Strange movie coming up. A lot of people think they're going to tie them together and just do a Defenders team led by Doctor Strange and what? the Heroes for Hire. Does Marvel have rights to Ghost Rider? Yeah, they got it back. Oh, yeah. they did? Okay. Um, so they said that they, there's a movie in production for Ghost Rider too. That's why they grabbed it. And okay. Daredevil. Listen, Ghost Rider clearly is the best Marvel movie of all time. Right? That's 20th Century Fox and everything. I hope this guy's joking right now. Um, I'm joking pretty hard. He's trolling pretty hard now. The first Spider-Man was good. First Spider-Man was good. Uh, the actually, Spider- the first Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man was good. The second Spider-Man was, was okay. good. The it, third Spider-Man, the, second the third Spider-Man one was, was pretty yeah. good. The third one was crap. Now, honestly, the first one might be the best Marvel movie. The very first one. Go back and watch it. It still holds up. It still holds. It's up, a good movie. Just, I'm Terry just saying, the Avengers did something groundbreaking, and it deserves the top spot for the time being. Okay. Austin doesn't agree for some I think reason. most no, I think most people would agree with you. I I can I can see it as justification. Like I, I can I'm like, sorry, Iron but Man. But I'm not is... judging it on technical achievement well, in That's what I'm saying. I'm judging it on Listen, like overall my favorite movie to sit down and watch. It's a superhero movie. It's a lot like comics. You don't judge everything on plots. I mean It's just it's just a personal thing. Some yeah. people do judge everything on plot. I I tend to judge things more on the story, but Especially with movies, most people are going to agree with you. Most people think Avengers is the best. Why? Because it has awesome action scenes. It has everybody and their mama from Marvel Comics in one movie. So, Hunter, if you went back in time and told yourself there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, would you cry and joy? I did not cry. Listen. I can't believe it. And this is why Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy might be the new best movie. I think Guardians of the Galaxy will definitely break some molds, though. It's the one I'm most excited. I was telling you guys before, like... 
I wasn't that excited for any of the other ones, really. I get I get excited for the Spider-Man movies when they come out. Like, I'm excited about the next one. But of Guardians of the Galaxy, oh my goodness, I cannot See, wait. Winter Soldier looks like a good political thriller war movie. And that's what has me excited for Because that's really what I, I want to see out of Cap with S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything. And it, it's a, it looks like it's going to be a really good S.H.I.E.L.D. movie. Which is another thing I really want to see. Yeah, Guardians, and, and I saw, I stayed after, saw the trail, the spoilers for Guardians. Um, at which at this point I'm sure we can talk about. Because One that movie's... It's been a long time since it came out. Um, I liked seeing the Collector and that he's going to be a part of it. He's a character... I haven't read a lot of stuff with him aside from, of course, Infinity Gauntlet. And um, uh, one uh, there was one comic I read that had a lot of Elders of the Universe and I can't think of it. It might have been Silver Surfer at one point when I was a kid. But um, I liked him. But he was a little flamboyant. But the dude who played, yeah, I was gonna say the dude who plays him. He looks too human. Not that Collector does look kind of human, but he looks different too. I thought this guy was. That's another thing I didn't like about Malicus. Malicus looked too humany. Not a, not elven enough, really. Yeah, he yeah. didn't look. Di- yeah. He didn't look like look like he was made of a different race. He he wasn't blue at all. He I don't like how his hair is pulled back in a tight ass braid. I was I was telling Ashley during mid movie. I was like, I hope at the end during the fight something happens. And they make his hair all crazy, just kind of a nod at, you know, comic fans of Malekith that his hair gets all crazy. Was he half and half at all? Like, Malekith is in the comics? There's one point in the in the movie where half remember half of his face gets blasted yeah, in the that's fight right. and it's kind of a nod to his his face paint being half so, and half. But. One of the things that now that we're talking about the end scene, there's of course six infinity gems, and the end scene does confirm that the Tesseract is one of them and the Aether is the other. Right. So, um, a lot of people have been discussing um, what the other ones could potentially be. Um, they have confirmed the Tesseract is the space gym. Um, it's not the mind gym, as a lot of people speculated. Um, colors will not af- will not directly match up, they said. Uh, Aether is pretty damn sure the power gym, given its capabilities yeah. in that. Um, I was wondering if it would be that or the soul gym. Well, see, a lot of people are discussing whether Winter Soldier being the whole... I'm not going to spoil anything for those who don't know shit about Bucky, but um, I'm wondering if the Soul Gem will play into that and Hydra and all that stuff. And then um, Ant-Man is a heist movie, obviously. Yeah, I don't know, man. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, they've shown they're running the plot of Guardians of the Galaxy is they have a stone of some sort and they're running with it and the whole universe is chasing them for it. You know what I don't like about if they do that, like the Ant-Man thing? Like, First of all, the gems, usually none of them are on Earth. And whereas in these Marvel movies, they would have, like, almost all of them be on Earth. Yeah. It's like, really? That's kind of fucked up. Like, that's not how yeah. it should be. It should it's be It's like the Dragon Ball, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm super psyched for Guardians. Even if Guardians sucks, it'll still be, like, my favorite The fact Marvel that they movie. made a Guardians The fact movie. that they <laughs> exist, like, I'll be so hyped. I'm actually excited for Chris Pratt. I mean, like, I've seen him in a lot of stuff lately where uh, he, he himself is psyched because he's a Guardians fan. And I'm interested to see his take on uh, Star Wars. You know what movie doesn't get a lot of love? The original Cap. And I was, trailers ruined it for me. When we were talking about our favorite Marvel movies a minute ago, I was thinking of Cap, and I thought about bringing it up. I really like Cap, and... I Cap, still think Cap's I like Iron Man. superhero movie. movie I feel like I could sit down with people who hate superheroes and they'd still enjoy. Uh, yeah. Because it's not... It's a it's like a general, Over the top. Yeah, yeah. It's, it feels like a buddy war movie. A good, yeah, a good point. war movie. Yeah. 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 But anyways, let's wrap this puppy up. 
Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. And do not forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, especially. Um, we have. The- yeah, we we I got our best build matches up from last week. I got them up today. Um, they are pretty funny. There's only two of them because I couldn't get the camera to work. But next week or next time that we do it, I'll make sure I'll get one for each of us, one for Austin too. Um, but there's one of my matches, one of Drew's matches. You guys can see your teams in action. Watch them get smashed. You can see, uh, make sure if you watch the one where Drew's playing, you listen all the way at the end because I discovered today some hilarious commentary between <laughs> Drew and Harry that's pretty funny. Including uh, you get a nice experience of what it's like to play against Drew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so Don't start winning, I'll quit. Subscribe, <laughs> subscribe on to us on uh, YouTube. Um, I put out a video every week. And uh, next week, Drew has been generous enough to donate his Yu-Gi-Oh! starter for us to borrow and uh, do a starter review on, so I'll be reviewing that. I didn't buy it. And we'll talk talk about that since the Yu-Gi-Oh! set's coming up soon. I was going to say, aren't we going to do some case cracking soon? When it eventually comes out. When they eventually come out. Austin's going to unbox a case, and we'll be doing an unboxing for Superman League of Superheroes also. I was going to say that is one news thing I do want to say is that uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! right now does not have a date with distributors. Um, they, what? They don't have a designated date right now. <coughs> WizKids. Wow. WizKids, yeah. It's been pushed back once. Um, this is what? assuming a second pushback of an undesignated amount of time. This is So silly. sometime in the next few weeks we will get Yu-Gi-Oh! At some point in space-time, Drew, we will when have When does Yu-Gi-Oh! Slosh come out? Not this week, but next, supposedly. Not this Wednesday. The very March. tail end of February. Bordering on March. Yes. This is some BS. It was supposed to come out the last yes. week of February. It's only going to push back a week. It was supposed to come out this past Wednesday. Yeah. On the, yeah, the solicits yeah. have it So it's a two-week knockback? Huh, yeah. a WizKids two-week knockback. That's not like every damn The solicits still say the 12th or if you it? open them up. Yeah. So that's why I got confused. That would have been my Valentine's Day gift to Drew. Anyways, follow us Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We'll holler at you guys next week on Saturday. Later.